What's up, guys? Welcome to a new episode of the OSA Out of Shape All Stars episode 12. How you say that in Spanish for my Hispanic oh, folks in here? Uh, Alfonso Soriano. Okay. So. <laughs> Doce. We got, the, we got the whole squad here, episode 12. Like always, this episode is brought to you by Culture Capsule and sponsored by Don's Inc. We're not wasting no time today. We're going to get right into the show. But before we do, I got to go around and shout out to the cast. Starting off first, our faithful leader, our host with the most, Eddie Horchata. Yep. Next, we getting into the kid from Carmel, the kid KJ. Well, he's not from Carmel, from the, he's from the BX. But in Carmel, the kid KJ. Yo. Rapping. Then we got the kid Johnny Five, mm-hmm. our local sneakerhead Jess DQ, our kid AD Andrew Durant. What's up, everybody? You okay? You seem like you somebody called you. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I see. I just saw you. All right. And last but not least, me. My mom called me Devin, so you can call me Devin. I am the mediator, referee, and sometimes coach when it comes to this pod. So, with that being said, let's get into it. Big news dropping. Big news. And big bags. Big bags are being collected. The homie Pat Mahomes is catching the bag. Game can we just, uh, can we give him a round of applause? Right? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out, Patty. Good for you, man. Get your bag. Patty, Patty, get your money. Good for you, buddy. money, man. That contract is crazy. Look. He probably be with the Chiefs for the rest of his career, for the yeah, foreseeable future. Most likely, yeah. Because he's been kicking ass in the pros. He Super Bowl uh, MVP, busting ass. NFL and MVP. NFL MVP, and this is well deserved. Pat Mahomes just signed a ten year extension with the Kansas City Chiefs, worth five hundred and three million. That's without incentives. Yo. That's like three without sponsorships. This is, this is a football contract, yo. This, yep. ain't, this ain't baseball or basketball. This is football. Yeah, football. Yep. Yo. How much Eddie, do you guarantee, bro? Eddie, Half a billion. Uh, break this down. Break this deal down for us. So, obviously, Patrick Mahomes had two years left on his deal, so this turns into a 12-year deal. Uh, we right. talked about this a little bit pre. Uh, so, uh, Drew asked how much is guaranteed. $477 million. Yeah. Fully guaranteed. Um, it's a really good deal, obviously, right? Obviously, not, not just for Patrick Mahomes. He does become the first half-billion-dollar player in any sport. Um, so, like, signing a deal, I should say. You know, there's a lot of half-billion-dollar players, but, like, through a deal – First time getting half a billion dollars. Um, and this is a fully backloaded deal, too. So not only is this good for Patrick Mahomes, this is good for the Chiefs. Is, you know, good on, you know, the the, the heads, that the, the powers that be in Kansas yeah. City um, because they did backload this deal enough to where when it comes time to pay Kelsey, when it comes yeah. time to get their yeah. running back that they just drafted this year, I forget his name because it's really, really long. Uh, when it comes time to pay Sammy Watkins, Kylie Kill, all these other guys. Hilaire. Hilaire, yes, exactly. Um, but, yeah, when it comes time to pay these guys, they're going to have enough money, so they're going to give Pat a, you know, a decent amount like in the first couple of years. Maybe they pull hey, back a little bit right. so they can have enough time uh, in the sal- or enough space in the salary cap to pay these other guys. 
listen, the Chiefs are going to be a good team for a really, really long time. Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes deserves every penny that he's getting, and I know this is his last deal. This is his first deal. Um, he's definitely going to maybe, you know, in the next – after like four or five years, let him win another Super Bowl MVP, win another Super Bowl, win another MVP. Uh, I'm sure they'll extend him again. Patrick's not going anywhere. You know, that great great on the organization, great on Patrick Mahomes. I can't wait to see the rest of his career. Now, Drew, I'm gonna throw to you because uh, again, we we're discussing the pros of this long-term uh, deal. Yeah, that's, me. Yeah, no, that's me. That's me. That's me. That's the, that's how it's funny, man. Niggas still, I, I guess, niggas still got yeah. some fireworks left over. So happy Fourth uh, of July, by the way. Happy Fourth of July. That, uh, we don't care about that. So right. So Drew, now we Drew, we talked about the pros of uh, this deal, but uh, do you see any cons? Because again, it's in, in football, you never know. Nigga be good one year, injury happens. Yeah. It's a lot of uh, shit that can change, like in a matter of weeks, in a matter of months. But is this a con for Kansas City signing Pat Mahomes to this long-term deal like this? Because this is 12 years. I mean, the only thing that there can be bad about it is you just said it, is injury. Like, if he had a great season last year, but if these next – if he gets, like, a big major injury, like, a la Teddy Bridgewater, like, he fucks up his knee, then this can be uh, the worst contract ever. But uh, Drew, real quick, though, Pat did bust his knee just like Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy was out, Teddy, almost Teddy, lost his Teddy, leg, right. and Pat right. came back and played that season. No, no, no. I think Teddy Bridgewater was way Teddy worse. Bridge, Teddy Bridgewater's injury was way worse. They were both dislocated knees, though. No, nah, but I think Pat Mahomes would have ligament injuries. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's that's the only that's the only thing I can see that's bad about this. But if if Patrick Mahomes is like as is like if he's the Patrick Mahomes from last two seasons, yeah. that is well into like years and years. Oh, this is uh, the Kansas City made bank, son. Like, yeah. Patty, Pat, I'm so happy for you, bro. Getting that bad, they be playing right. football players, man. So. Whenever somebody in football get their money and well-deserved money, yo, I'm rooting mm-hmm. for them. Johnny, Johnny, any thoughts on the uh, Pat Mahomes new deal? Oh, I love, I love it for Pat Mahomes. Like the the, the money thing. The only thing is, I've never been a f- big fan of the lengthy, long-year contract. Baseball does right, it we were, all the time. Right, we were just yeah. discussing this in another episode about the. Um, while, while we're talking about long contracts, too, I forgot to mention this last week, but Drew, uh, happy Bobby Bonilla Day, uh, talking about uh, long contracts. <laughs> you guys know, is still, uh, every July 1st gets paid money from the New York Mets because they yeah, signed a ridiculous deal with them. 1.19 mil every year. Yeah. Wow. 2035. Crazy. Damn. We're not even fucking <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, in 2001. That's that, his contract is longer than Bryce Harper's contract. Pretty that's not like that. That's not like that. That's not like that. Darren Williams uh, contract. Yeah, and thing, almost yeah. very similar, but worse. Yeah. yeah. But but like that's, I said, I, I'm not a big fan of the, the like the long years. But I guess you lock him up because you know at the end towards the end he will be in his mid 30s. But right, he right. he probably still be a star player. I don't know. I mean, I mean, quarterbacks go ahead and the 30s. The best quarterback in the league. That that boy is talented. So, Facts. And, let him get his money. What'd you say, Drew? If it's like towards his mid thirties, we all know that quarterbacks, if they're healthy, can 
like this uh, Tom Brady and Drew Brees and like players like Aaron Rodgers set a precedent. Like if they can, if they groom their bodies right, and they can last like years, like Brett Favre. And that's the thing. Like none of these, none of these QBs are like Patty. So Patty is the athletic uh, playmaker uh, type of QB now. As he get older, he can settle into that pocket passing mm-hmm. and be what they are now for another fucking. 10 to 15 years. years. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. As long as you keep that O-line around here. Yeah, word, word. Exactly. Man, Kev, Kev, any thoughts? Any thoughts before we move on? Uh, Pat Mahomes is the best gunslinger to ever play a sport. And That's bold. That's a bold and statement. I can't give it to you yet. Listen, I can go down this one. He's only I'm, only, I'm only, I'm, I'm putting that stamp on it because as of now, He's the most accurate gunslinger that's ever I, played the sport. And that's what I was gonna say. So like Favre is was like is like the gunslinger, right? But yeah, he's, the, he's the he's but, the face yeah. for the gunslinger quarterback. But, but Patty pick. don't really be letting interceptions get by him unless he gets yeah. lazy. Listen, I'll put that on here, stamp that. I said it. He's the best gunslinger to, to ever play this sport. And it's oh. ridiculous. The contract is ridiculous. The yeah. closest uh and largest yeah, contract. The <laughs> largest contract like just like was uh, Matt Ryan, five years, 150 mil. That's the that's mm-hmm. the runner-up contract behind. Yeah. There, years, this shit is crazy. And don't and, and don't you have like the the biggest contract of any sports? I like Mike Trout had it. Uh, yeah, I have something ever. here. Give me a sec. I'll find it. But you guys keep going. And um. The last thing that I wanted to say is uh, I'm happy for Andy Reid, man, because he's finally on the back end of his uh, years as a coach, and uh, he stands to get a few more rings, man. So good for him. Yeah. Definitely a good chance to get a few more rings, definitely. If I could get one more take in here uh, oh, yeah. right before we move on, I want us to just move on. But uh, if you're Jerry Jones right now, you're shitting your pants, and you hope that fucking God that Dak Prescott doesn't win a Super Bowl, doesn't become an MVP. Because right. that's where you're gonna have to pay him. Yeah, that's the seller. That's what you get. They should lock. They should lock back in because now let, let the Giants. Yeah, let Giant. I mean, the Cowboys do anything this year. That yo, that coming from the building. I mean, right. It, it's crazy. It seems like Matt. Uh, I mean, uh, everybody else playing Matt and Pat Mahomes playing NFL streets because then they can be yeah. out there like doing wild <laughs> shit. All right, so. I'm going to kick it to you first, uh, DQ, in this next segment. In case you missed it, MLB 2020 schedule has been released. We know what we're dealing with now. Like, we got the actual schedule. Yankees kicking off the season, July 23rd. Uh, so, basically, how it's broken down is uh, 60 games, of course, we all knew that. Uh, each team will play their uh, division rivalries 10 times, and then 20 interleague games, but only in your geographical area. So trying to, you know, they're trying to prevent COVID from spreading. So they're trying to keep you contained into a particular area. But I with the new, yeah. yeah. But with with the new schedule uh, out, DQ, now we, we was talking sleepers in the past, but with the new schedule coming out, you know who playing who, when they playing, do you see, based on the schedule, do you see any sleepers? Let me check real quick again so I can. You gonna say the Mets? Besides well, the, the Mets, Mets will always be a sleeper, but this be this. Be not the, fact the Mets will always be a sleeper team. 
Now the Mets, the Mets could could do something this year. They had a rookie yeah, last year. What's the rookie's yeah. name y'all had last Alonzo, year? Pete. Pete Alonzo, bro. Yeah, he's Polar Bear. Bro. No, but I'm just saying, but they still still be considered a super. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. That kid. Okay, why why DQ look at the list, Johnny? Do you see any winners or losers based on this new schedule? I feel like the, if the best teams take like come out the gate swinging, they'll be the big winners because they don't got to travel far. Right. They'll be good. You know, they intermediate, do what they got to do, and win the games and get ready for the playoffs. Those yeah. teams will be the ones who will win because right. they don't got to go nowhere. Teams from L.A. don't got to go all the way to New York and stuff right. like that. They're playing within their, within their area. So yeah, yeah. To me, to me, the only teams that have a big advantages in general would be those West Coast teams and those divisions where only one or two teams are great. Because any every other division in baseball usually – it's always four teams or three teams at a time in that right. race first place, pretty much. So yeah. It could be any team, but those West Coast teams are the most, like, dominant ones that will have a chance of anyone coming out of that in, like, 10-game series, pretty much. Right, right, right. Kev, what's your, what's your thoughts on the uh, new season? Uh, new season overall, I'm just I'm just hyped, man. I, I need my boys to come out the gate swinging. Um, I think it's still going to be competitive. They obviously have a lot of concerns, like, for, for COVID and everything. But a lot of us fans at home, true fans, like, we're glad that we're having a season. We want yeah. the health to be, like, a main thing for all of our teams. But I'm excited. I think I got it here. Open tonight is uh, Yankee versus Nationals. That's a big-time game. Yeah. 7 o'clock. Everybody's going to be home that has work. And the rest of us that's home is going to – Get all our errands done and be. Can I, see, can I, can I say real quick? I don't know if you have seen uh, the owner of the Yankees said his goal is to get at least twenty to thirty percent of. Yeah, players. fucking George, man. Or er, Hank. He said. He said what? He wants to get at least twenty to thirty percent of the fans into the stadium and watch the game. He's wilding. That's <laughs> not gonna happen. I don't know about nah, that. Not gonna happen. Nah, that's not gonna happen. They trying to make that's, their money. That's 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 my, 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 game because... Y'all might see me at a Yankee game, but I don't know about that. <laughs> I might be there. If they, if they open up, Cavs stupid ass yeah, will be there. Johnny and stupid ass coming oh, with me. I ain't going. <laughs> All right, uh, so, the best, the best seat in the house is in your house at the game. Or, I'm actually, I actually might watch baseball this year because you it's better. Short, it's short. Yeah, and, 60 uh, like, and you I have can, to. Yeah, I can sit and you watch that, for the pod. That, that bullshit. And for the pod, I'll watch it now. We're opening day, Eddie. All mm-hmm. bias aside, you're a Yankees fan, but yep. they are going up against the World Series champs. Who you see mm-hmm. when it, uh, opening day? Oh, opening day, we're going to smoke them. I'm not worried about it. Uh, why? Uh, we talked about Ryan Zimmerman not being there, and we talked about uh, who's the other guy that's not going to be there? I don't know. One of their third basements. Doesn't matter. It, or one of their pitchers aren't going to be there. And it's rumored Cole's going to start, so. Yeah, it's fine. Also, before we That's get uh, to knock a feel better, I know you took a, a fastball to the face from Stanton. That was a bad hit. It's okay, apparently. Just a concussion. So he'll try to get hit with a ball like that. But, I mean, and Stanton knows better than anybody. I mean, Stanton got his yeah, whole word. face blown up. Stanton cringe. Yeah, but Imagine how hard Stan hits the ball. Just imagine. Yo, like a hundred and something. Oh. Off the Apparently, it only caught him on like the top of the dome. No, so, they did. You know. they, said, they said it was like 112 miles off the bat. Yeah. That's how fast nah. you can't choose him. 112 yeah. miles That's crazy. Yeah, I know the Yankees was like, uh, do you know where you are? And he, if he if he was like, nah, they'd have been shook, bro. <laughs> yeah. 
Although I am excited for the for the season, I'm I'm not excited for the season at the same time. I don't know, man. I just have this like feeling in my gut that like at some point they'll cancel the season, like halfway through. I understand because a lot of people are casting. You already got so like I just wanted to like go over like quickly some of the guys that are already opting out. Yeah. Uh, Mike Leake from the Diamondbacks, a relief pitcher. Ryan Zimmerman, I mentioned. Uh, Joe Ross was the relief pitcher from uh, the Nationals that's going to be out. Ian Desmond's out. David Price is out. Uh, Tyson Ross is out. Felix Fernandez is out. Nick Marcakis. These are big guys. You know, they're not like, you know, they're not flashy big players that everyone knows, um, but they are so integral parts really. of their team. And again, like, I don't know. This whole yeah, COVID thing it, is kind of scary. There was some big names that still are unsure about playing. Like, yeah, I mean, Mike, Tr- Mike, Mike Trout coming out here saying he's not sure 100%. And yeah, that's scary. Again, still he's going to play. Again. He better play. Right now, it's, like as we get closer to the opening of sports, it's getting extremely scary because we're seeing more and more players opt out for it, like having real concerns because more and more play- players, as they get tested, are coming out positive. Positive. To having COVID, so it's like it. Um, again, we don't want it to happen, but the way at the rate it's going, it will suck if sports was to start and then they have to stop it and shit. Like it was, it was, it was suck. It was but, it definitely was suck. Uh, before we, what I was, say, I was gonna, I was gonna transition because I was gonna say like we're talking about this and how the season started. And the next segment is like MLB canceled the minor league. Right. Oh, Johnny, then, look at you. But yeah, I was going to say, it's, um, it's going to be – it's gonna. I feel like that was a bad idea. It's going to mess the season. I know they're trying to save money, but it's going to be very crucial because, you know, when certain players get hurt, they go yeah. there, they get the warm-up, and then they come. Right. There's, there's mm-hmm. no warm-up. You got to throw – which, you know, they pay athletes and stuff. They should be good, but it's only 60 games. So, you know, like – Yeah, I had some uh, notes about the minor leagues being canceled. For so one – that puts a lot of uh, minor league players out of jobs, which yeah, right. is yeah. right. So they, they're going through this insurance issue. They have a suit against uh, Nationwide Insurance because uh, Nationwide is not trying to cover the expenses uh, of the minor league teams due to COVID. They're trying to say this is not covered huh. under the insurance. So there's uh, mm. 12 – right now there's 12 teams that in the minor leagues that has a suit against Nationwide Insurance because – they say they spend roughly about $2 million um, a game in regards to uh, the minor league games. But nationwide, this was supposed to be covered. Pandemics and shit like this are supposed to be covered. So now uh, a lot of teams have a suit against this company because they're not trying to pay the players. Ultimately, if they lose the suit, players don't get paid. A lot of expenses and shit uh, don't get covered. So, so what you're and saying so- is nationwide is not on their side. They definitely not. Exactly. They're definitely, <laughs> right. they're definitely not. Nationwide is definitely not on so their side. They should switch to Allstate. Word. <laughs> Maybe. Because they'd be in good hands. Word. Okay. All right. But yeah, that's all. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna it's gonna make it really hard to manage the injuries for the major team. And then again, hundred percent. Yeah. And then again, you have you have a lot of like the uh, rookies and ple- people that's in the minor yeah, leagues yeah. now that's looking right. for the opportunity to come up. Mm-hmm. Now, do you just bring them up due to right? So situation? we we kind of talked about this when we talked about the MLB draft. When like people like care, don't care, whatever it is. So it's like yeah, the minor league. Like so, 
the baseball probably has has the best development league. You know, with football being completely non-existent, they're going to call college that. And obviously, we all know how the D League it goes. It's not really G great. League. Yeah, G League, yeah. G League now, whatever. Um, again, exactly. That's the point. But everyone knows Double A, Single A, Triple A baseball. Um, you know, you hear about these guys like we used to hear about Glaber Torres. We used to hear about Aaron Judge. We used to hear about Gary Sanchez while they were coming up through the minors. And then when you finally get to see them, you're like, oh, oh holy shit! Like this guy actually is the real deal. Um, so yeah, like there's not that going on anymore. And you know, like with the extended rosters, I know they they said that they want to go to 26, I believe. Yeah. Um, so you will see yeah. you will see the top prospects um, like in major league uniforms, which is good for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, canceling well, how, minor how league. How do they how do they maintain being ready? Like, That's I, what I'm saying. Like I what? Ha- like yeah, I keep working out. They're gonna be playing no games. The, the best thing about the minor league system know, happening so. during the actual baseball season is that, like, God forbid, one of your big players goes down or you know, somebody goes down with injury, you yeah. already have some guy that's been playing baseball in AAA and has been busting ass. But the right. only reason why he's not there is because the guy that plays his position is that much better than him. Now these guys don't get their opportunities. What are you going to do, call this guy off of his couch? Yeah, like, that, I, I don't it, know. It's, it's, li- it's looking like – They might have to look at it. Exactly. Nigga going to be working at shop right now. Uh, Billy, yeah. you want to call online too and see? Yeah. Clint Frazier, phone call line two, please. Clint Frazier, phone call line two. He's like, oh, shit, this is it, this is it. Like, boss, can I get a fifteen real quick? Like, it's yeah. the major leagues calling me. Boss, they can't like, they ain't nobody call you. <laughs> uh, listen, it's a holiday weekend. You're gonna have to work, man. I'm sorry. Don't put away those go backs. Don't put those go backs away, nigga. Fuck what you talking about. Right. <laughs> Moving on. We're going to the NFL. Drew kicking it to you first, my brother. All right. All right. So, due to everything going on with the pandemic, uh, COVID. As mm-hmm. it's constantly affecting sports. Uh, we have the NFL, and we're discussing the preseason. Now, the preseason has been cut two games, uh, weeks two and four, I believe, uh, due mm-hmm. to trying to limit uh, people's um, interactions with each other due to COVID-19. They're trying to prevent the spread, which is, is dope. I mean, unfortunately, in sports, it's a contact, especially football, is contact, so... It's contact, so yes, ain't really much you can do. But they are limited how much you come in contact with people as well as who you're playing. So you're only playing people that's in your geographical area as well. As also, there's only one, uh, two games, one away, one at home. So with that being said, do you agree with the shortened preseason? Yes, I agree with the shortened preseason. Honestly, even without COVID, I really think the preseason is too long anyway. <laughs> right. What? Yeah, because preseason. You. Wait, you not agree with me? Because I no, honestly. Because uh, I, uh, I see what you're trying to say, but the preseason is not made. It's for the players that's trying to make the roster. That's the only chance they got to make it. If not, they, yeah. they, no, no preseason, no Russell Wilson. I mean, that's when Russell. No, pre- no preseason, no Victor Cruz. Yeah, I Victor knew you were gonna Cruz, fucking say that. Victor Cruz made his name in the preseason. Word. In the Snoopy Un- Bowl. Undrafted, undrafted player had a great preseason and had a nice little solid wide receiver on him. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Every everything y'all for, said. For, is for, no, I'm saying, but for the scenario, it makes sense. Basically, it makes we sense, trashing it, Drew. Because either way, it's, you're gonna make contact with each other. Either way, right. so showing the two games. What what's that? It's just. 
you, it's a certain amount of players that won't make contact because they're not going to be on the roster. You know, they can't cut. I mean, I mean most, most likely they just shorten it because because it's just less – it's more like less exposure of the they, players. They're trying to they they make sure the season starts. They right. Sure that, again, and that's, that's, what, that's what all it comes down to, making sure that season starts. There's going to be larger cuts because, again, the Fogies give the, you know, the players that are trying to make the team that time to show they, showcase their talents. But now right. we're only two games. They're going to be cutting motherfuckers like. And you got to look at it this way. Like, how you going to keep the practice squad people, like, you got to keep the practice practice squad, like, away from the main roster. Once somebody on the practice squad gets the shit, passes to the main roster person, that person never even had a chance to make the team. Possibly what we keep yeah. talking about. I mean, we talk about that on a regular basis. Like, an entire offensive line room is gone now. So, so, I mean, there's an entire precedent that they even have more so basically, people basically, than usual. They gotta, they're going to have to put, so, like, the practice players and all that stuff in, like, a bubble. And it's like, when it's your time, oh, right. that's not the thing. Oh, we need you. Yeah. yeah. And so. It's going to be crazy, but let's just see how it happens. Thank you. Any thoughts? Uh, I always felt like the preseason kind of was a little too long, but it does give a chance to showcase the undrafted players, which I feel, if anything, I, I would say the short about one game possibly just because you don't really need four or five preseason games, really. Four games. But three games is all right, though. Three games, I uh, say three games is like a happy medium. But there's only two. It's only two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm fine. thinking like regular. I'm thinking like right, regular. Okay. We have four. Like, I say, like, I right, cut it down to three. If you, if you really, like, beyond, like, what I was first saying. But who else wants to take it? Kev, you want to say something about this? Like, nigga, you don't, you don't throw that pussy, Kev. What's I, don't, what I you got thoughts? you, bro. I'm, I'm gonna save you, bro. All Put I him on the bench. All I think is honestly, um, like, like Johnny said, some of those plays they still need a shot. You know, some of them are like sweating right now at home, hoping that they don't agree to just dub the preseason altogether. Yeah. Um, they, the teams, regardless, including the starters, they need the reps. Like, um, some of us here, we play football and we know, like, there's no experience, like, a football game. Field. Actually playing. Having your one moment. And making Having, contact. Sometimes all it takes is that one moment for you to blow up and be that guy. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. And then just getting your body used to being like colliding with other people and being tackled and stuff like that, like you gotta feel that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, uh, what we're looking at is having like a rough first three or four weeks of just shitty play from certain teams that um have head coaching changes, offensive coordinator changes, defensive right. coordinator changes. You know, but um teams like uh the Giants. Teams like KC. They don't got to worry about none of that. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely yeah. not. But the thing I don't know is, which way you were going. Yeah. But, again, the thing is, like, due to them practicing social distancing, all the play, or all the coaches that seem to be of age or seem to be uh, high symptomatic, they will be in a booth and shit like that. Uh, so no head coaches on the uh, side of the field if you are old motherfuckers. Um, so we're going to see a lot of, lot of change in sports, man. I guess we try to do the best we can. I can't say and, that. And so we're clear. They're only canceling two games. Yeah, so only two. it looks like starters right are probably only going to get the first series. So, like, game one, everyone knows this. So, game one, starters usually get the okay. first series, and then maybe the second. Um, game two, they pretty much go, like, about a quarter. Uh, game three is when they're actually there for the full half. 
And then game four, it's pretty much just everybody runs wild. I think you're just pretty much going to see the first two games, uh, you know, uh, the start the, the starters going out in the first series, first series only, and then walk away. And then, again, give these, like, young guys, these new guys, these, you know, guys that are trying to make the team the opportunity to make the team in those yeah. two games. So instead of a four-game season, it's a two-game season, and you're probably not going to see a lot of starters. I mean, well, for the players that and the games don't the matter. Team, yeah, for the players that try to make the team – Come out, bust ass, man. Word. You know Those two do. games. Unfortunately, uh, you got limited time to do it. Usually, you know, you get a get out there one week and then okay, you get a feel for it. But it's make a break now for real. Like it was make a break, make a break before. But now mm-hmm. y'all ass got to come out and play. So um, we're gonna move on to the last topic uh, for in case you missed it. Now, in social climate today. 2020, we all know, ain't been the year. Yeah. <laughs> In oh, no regard, it it's been just a fucked up year. We facing COVID, uh, racial discrimination. They were at the Green Meteor that landed in um friggin' India. I saw that. I saw that. I saw, saw that. Add to that more bullshit. We got social mm-hmm. injustice, discrimination, COVID, a lot of Murder bullshit hornets. going on. Alien. I think aliens. I saw one today. Yeah, they, it was a cicada they, her hornet. And they, allow, they, they finally announced that alien, the aliens possibly exist. Man, them niggas been here. No, yeah, they, they've always been here. They, they, they just throw something else it. in the mix. They, they acknowledged it. Like, oh, yeah. yeah they, they, they been here. Y'all ain't never seen uh, Yao Ming. Little Yachty. Little Yachty. Little Yachty. Little Wayne told us straight up he's not from here. Uh, speaking about social injustice, racism, uh, affecting sports, Bubba been going through his shit, Kaepernick been speaking on it, um, and now it seems as though America is trying to, you know, starting to take toll to what's going on, actually pay attention to what's going on, and it's a topic that's been on the bill for a long time, it's come up many years, almost every year. Over, over... Two or three decades at this point. Yeah, uh, we're discussing the Washington Redskins. Now, if you know football, you know the Redskins, their mascot or logo is a Native American. But the only thing with the name Redskins, Native Americans find that offensive. They look at that as a racial slur. to Native Americans. Yeah, so with that being said, they people have protested against this for, again, like Eddie said, multiple decades. But it's yet to change. But it seems like with today's climate, there is a change that might come up. Uh, FedEx made them change. Yeah, well, FedEx brought it up. Uh, Washington Redskins actually made them, uh, they're discussing changing it. But Eddie was telling me off camera that he might have another point when it comes to a possible change. I think we're all in agreement that they should change the name, correct? Are we all there? Definitely good. Okay. All right. So we understand that. And what was your take on this? Because I'm interested to see what you were, what you were doing uh, your take. So, yeah, I didn't want to give it up in pre, um, but um, these are things, though. Now, again, this source came from the Washington Post. Uh, hang on a second. I lost you guys. Okay. Um, so it's from the Washington Post. I'm not pretty sure if it's uh, credible, um, but in about 2016, I couldn't find the actual stats here. Um, but, uh, in 2016, they did a, po- uh, a poll towards native Americans. If they found the term Redskins 
uh, offensive and if they did not like the team name. Uh, 90% of that poll came back. The Native Americans loved it. Um, so this is to that thing where it's, uh, you know, where you can go into this like cancel culture thing where it's like white people are feeling guilt, right? So mm -hmm. white people are trying to tell Native Americans how to feel. White people try to tell the uh, uh, Latinos how to feel. They tell blacks how to feel. And they're the ones that are pushing hard for the name change. Uh, this is why this has been a thing for decades. You've got a, a bunch of guys saying, well, hey, you ask the Native Americans, they love it. Um, and again, I know for now, they probably have to pull them. I want to know, like, again, I don't know the details of the people that they interviewed or they pulled. Uh, we don't know who they were. We don't know if it's accurate. But again, it's the Washington Post. I mean, how stupid can you be if you're the Washington Post actually putting this stuff out there? Um, but uh, it's a term of endearment to some of these. Like, the Redskins were... Uh, warriors and like you know like what what feels good for them like they they like to be acknowledged again this was in 2016 uh, i don't know i don't know if, if we feel that way in 2020 but again this is the era i i got you john i'm gonna, get, I'm gonna let you get back in but again this is just what i was gonna ask what you're saying i was gonna add yeah um but you know this is 2020 everyone's canceling everybody and again you know we could make jokes to each other back and forth you know we, we're a Latino and black uh, podcast. You know, right. we make fun of black guys. The Spanish guys make fun of the black guys. The black guys make fun of the Spanish guys. Yeah, I eat rice, blah, 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 blah. It's all jokes because we know it's all love and we know it all comes from love. But God forbid somebody not of our culture, not of our heritage, not understanding who we are, um, take that differently and tell us that we're supposed to feel. You can't tell me how to feel, how I feel about what you say when you say to me. Um, so that's, that's pretty much what it's going down to when it comes to that. Uh, there are some name changes. And again, there are the teams that are out there. The Red Storm, obviously, uh, uh, St. John's changed their name to the Red Storm. But, you know, are we going to change the Cleveland Indians? Are we going to change the yeah, Kansas right. City? Are we going to change, Indians, you know, yeah, the Indians are on there. Uh, you know, the Washington, uh, I'm sorry, the Florida Sentinels. Like, are we going to change their, their team name? You know, there's a lot of teams that, you know, use Na Native American um, terms. I mean, this country was founded on Native Americans. But, again, that's just – that's the other side of the argument uh, to where like, there are some Native Americans that actually don't mind it. And, you know, go ahead, John. To add to what you were saying, um, it was a few years back. I don't remember, but it was a couple years back. I was, I think it was Real Sports, HBO. They did a segment about the Redskins name, and they showed both sides. They showed the Natives that was against it, and then the Natives that was for it. And there was, yeah. there was Natives that was actually for the name. Yeah. Know? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, ever since I've been doing, uh, watching football, and again, this should be going on before us because I've always known to, like, when it came to the Redskins, there's always been, like, a derogatory uh, feel to, uh, it, yeah. feel yeah. to it. And, and I, don't know who, I don't know who pushed that, but it's always, like, been there. Like It, it seems like it's people that aren't of the culture. Right, okay. so I think, I think it's a, I people think, that are offended yeah, by the name. I think it's, it's not a, the people that are associated. It's an even with it. split, but it's a split. It's a divide. It's a split. Actual natives. Some people actually like the name. Don't see it bad. Yeah. They see it as a representation of them, and right. just happy to be represented in a light. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I can see people having more derogatory. So I can see people having more issues with the Cleveland Indians, and not the name, but the actual. Indian logo. big nose, yeah, yeah the, the caricature, logo, big, uh, the caricature, yeah. big nose, big teeth, like that is more offensive to me. But again, right. I don't know. I'm, I'm not Native American. I don't know what you know 
what words they consider as uh, derogatory offensive, or offensive yeah. and shit like that. So because I've heard this since I've been watching football, I just looked at it like, oh, shit, that's something they don't like because that's what I've always heard. Like, this is uh-huh. a derogatory uh, word. But if they wish to change it, DQ, do you have any ideas of what, if they change Redskins, what would be a fitting new name for the Washington Whatever. I know one that we can't be called the skins because they can be rock story to the skinheads. That's what people call them anyway. Hey, yo, he <laughs> says. <says skin. laughs> <laughs> we just, just have a white head on it and shit, just a ball. Yeah. They can call them Washington, Washington. You can call them the Washington Shields, a bulletproof vest. <laughs> then, now, I say, yeah. I say it on New York Post, they were talking about calling the Red Tails. Um, and that that yeah. would actually that would actually that would but that so would take that would take it away from the Native Americans because then that that's talking about the Tuskegee Airmen. So yeah. that would actually probably offend them more because it's like, yo, we at least we had something. Let's just, just make it us. more right. right. Now you just dubbed us completely. Yeah. So name on the Washington I mean, so, and some my guy Shane Falcon. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, a that's a team name that they're discussing, John. So I some mean, of the names they're discussing are the Warriors, uh, the Sentinels, as John said, the Red Tails, uh, the Pigskins, which is stupid, uh, the Hogs, the Americans, which I think would be really really dumb, the yeah, Renegades, the Natives, uh, Red Wolves. They sound like they got yeah. all these names from Madden when you make your there's some Yeah, there's some other weird ones like the Lincolns and like yeah. the, the yeah. presidents. They had like the, the president is another one, the which is stupid. Monuments. <laughs> Yo, no, just wow. Wow, no, just, shit. Just flat out, like um, what Ron Rivera was saying. Um, that's the new coach, right? Ron yeah. Rivera. Yeah. yeah. Ron Rivera was saying he just hopes that it's something that represents the Indians. And represents like the city. Yeah, and right. I don't see how the two correlate, and how they'll come to a conclusion for something that represents both. It's just well, it just yeah. can't happen. I think Washington, something. Washington, Washington is chocolate city. I understand that point, but I'm right. pretty sure they'll if they come up with a nice name that represents the natives, people will gravitate to it. If it's like a catchy, as long as mm-hmm. it's yeah, catchy I, enough, I, I think they need to focus on the natives, bro. They yeah. need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, back back to that poll. There's a lot of like Native Americans that don't live in obviously don't live in DC yeah. that are fans of the Redskins because that's you know that's yeah. their representation in the world. You know, yeah. and again, this is a poll that you can or cannot trust, but it's definitely something to think about. Mm-hmm. Well, I think again, like 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 Cam said, focus on the Native American. Let let's let's keep it as, like essential to that because if they talk about the people, DC. Is Chocolate City because black folks run shit over there. So well, we're uh-huh. shit, but it's a lot of us over there. So let's keep it true to the natives. Come up somewhere better. If it's even an issue, I, again, like I said, I've always heard that there was derogatory. This was a racial slur. Where that came from, I can't even tell you because it's been around right. so fucking long. Well, like, but we'll see. We'll. I mean, the skins are looking to change damn. it. So. So we'll see how that go. All right, but that's in case you missed it. So let's get into bag it or trash it. All right, now Scott's boy, Scott's boy, uh, Daz Bryant, I took this. 
uh, took to social media to say, you know, uh, <laughs> cut that shit. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, he took to social media to say, like, you know, it's a lot of good receivers in in the league, but people really sleep on Tyreek Hill, and he's actually hands down the best uh, and more most skilled receiver in yeah, so. today's football. So number two in the league behind and. Pat Mahomes. That's the right. number two, right? Number two skilled player in the league behind Pat Mahomes. Woo. So this is words nice from Des Bryant. He's definitely nice, but these words from Des Bryant. So bag of the trash. It Drew is Tyreek Hill the best receiver in the NFL? No, he he's definitely he's definitely one, but I can't say he's the best because you bag of the trash. It. I actually said trashy. I just said you said no. You said no. You said no. You didn't say that. Okay, I'm trashy. He's not the one, but he's one. That's what you're saying, man. You said trashy. 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 Because you got players like you got play. You got wide receivers like Julio. You got Hopkins. He almost said Durant. No, I did not. I would say D. Hopkins. You got Michael Thompson. Michael Thomas. Oh, yeah, top five? Yeah, top five. He's, oh, no. okay. I got yeah, I got, he's, I got, he's I got number six. Put John on the bench. John has to go on the bench. The Come on. Come on, let's be real here. Is production and I'm talking about based off talent. Off talent alone, he's more talented than all of them. Talented, yeah. Yeah, production. Production is what we're talking about here. All right, yeah. he's top five. Quarterback's production as well, though. Is. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That's true. All right. Okay. All right, so. That's, Drew, my, that's you, me. I said yeah, Okay. Top five. So, trash, trash it. You trash, trash it. it. DQ. Are you? Nah, always, so loyal, John. Always loyal. Always loyal. Trash it. Uh, Tyreek Hill oh is God, the best receiver in the NFL. Trash it. I don't know who that nigga is. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Never heard of him. Oh. Right. Oh my so, God. We, so we got that. Right. So, yeah, that was no. an outrageous. Now, just, uh, now that's debatable. That's debatable. That's a benchable. He said he ain't. Yeah, 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 bro. You, you ain't. That means you ain't watching no football and shit. So, GQ <laughs> you don't know who fucking Tyreek Hill is. GQ is on the bench Man. for a second. Johnny, trash in the bag. Get Tyreek Hill being the best <laughs> receiver in the league. Trash it. He's not better than Odell. That's one. I give him a couple of I'm sorry, he kind of is better than Odell, to be honest, though. Imagine you put Odell with Pat Mahomes, and that's that's the end of the discussion. We're going to end the discussion like that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Odell is a talented receiver. All right. Odell is talented. Yeah, let y'all go. Let y'all go, because I got something for him. If you swap them, would Terry be. Putting up with them crazy, he's talented and everything. But if he, Pat Mahomes wasn't a quarterback, would he still be? What he? That's again, that's honestly. But again, John, that's debatable because he's a great athlete. So like you put a good QB with a great athlete. So like 
No, if you put right. anybody, you put fucking uh, Muhammad. Sa- you put Muhammad Sanu with fucking uh, Pat Mahomes. He gonna cook like not to say Muhammad. And he's a and he's a solid yeah. receiver. Muhammad, so, but I'm, I'm, I, I, no disrespect to him, but his name is not in the oh, team. That's a fact. Guys are talking okay. about right now. But I'm just I'm just saying in regards no, to what you put with Patty is gonna cook. They gonna cook. All right, Kev. Bag of the trash. Okay. He's trashy. He's definitely not the best receiver in the league. I mean, he's, he's top five? Uh, no offense. No. Think about that. I couldn't uh, put him top five. I, I couldn't put him top, top five. five. Um, he's he's a glorified, and this, and this sounds bad, but I'm using this <laughs> and I'll elaborate. He's a glorified one-trick pony. Yep. But, but what you call one-trick ponies? Out of that, like, category. He's a guy that can run and get open. John Brown, like, he's a better route runner than a lot of one-trick ponies that we've seen. Because he gets open instead of just, you know, one-cut fade routes. He's not just doing that. He got that lead. He's getting open. So, that's what I'll say to that. Yeah, the nigga nigga Uh is probably one of the best. He's got nothing to do with getting in and out of breaks. But his speed speed plays in and out of breaks. But his speed plays a lot in his game because he'll get in the break and then he get covered and he take off right behind your ass and then Patty is fine. Throw it behind the head. Of course. course. So, uh, Ed, bag of the trash. Um, Before I answer that question, I raise questions to all of you. Uh, Is Tyreek Hill better than Michael Thomas? No. No. Is he better than Julio Jones? No. Uh, Is he better than Keenan Allen? Yes. No. 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 Hold on to that, John. Hold on to that, John. Is he better than DeAndre Hopkins? No. No. Is he better than Mike Evans? No. No. Okay. So, as I say that, uh, I don't even... He ain't better than A.J. Green, my guy. Okay. So, that's where I'll trash it. Obviously, we all said what we said. Sorry for the technical difficulties, but we back and the tip was on Eddie. Bag of the trash it is Tyreek Hill, the best receiver in the NFL. The what? The what is on Eddie? I trashed it. Trash it. Trash it. All right. Yeah. So moving on. Ken, fuck what you talking about, bro. Uh, <laughs> now, all right. Moving on. Now we're moving on to the NBA, uh, and we're going to Canada. Well, actually, we're going to Florida because that's where the Toronto Raptors are currently. Now, uh, with the bubble play uh, going on, uh, unfortunately, due to, like, uh, flight uh, restrictions and trying to prevent COVID from spreading, uh, the Toronto Raptors had to come to the States early. Uh, so they're right in So early. early. Yeah, wow. super early. So uh, they've been here uh, in the States two, two weeks now, uh, quarantining, and what, as well as uh, preparing for the – the bubble play. Now, uh, Ibaka was talking about, uh, Serge Ibaka from the uh, Toronto Raptors, he was saying how the practice has been going and then how they've been practicing quarantining and as if they were in the bubble already. Uh, players are all together. They're practicing social distancing. They're staying to the game, practice to their rooms, just keeping it real, uh, keeping everything and interactions to a minimum. So with this being said, being that the the players are all currently living together, bagging the trash it, that the Raptors are at an advantage coming into 
the bubble play season. DQ, bag in the trash. I will bag it because people really are the hard work rappers this season because like they're even though they even though the main player left this season, they're still a team that is a threat in the playoffs and in this bubble pretty much. Right. I, and again, these are our reigning champions. So uh, although uh, Kawhi's, Kawhi's not there, you can't put none past them. They still have a really good team. But John, bag it or trash it? I'm going to trash it. Why are you trashing? The advantage is not, I don't see, like, the Raptors lost their best player. They're going to be competitive, but it's, they're going to get bounced. Yeah. They're not one of the – they're a really good team. Obviously, they lost their star player, and I feel like the star player in Kawhi was made them more of a threat to the other teams in the East. It's, they'll be good, but they're not great. Right, right. So, they're right. just like – they're just stuck there. All right. Kev, bag it or trash it? I say bag it for one reason, only because they have an advantage of uh, – being here and being quarantined already, so they get a lot of their testing and, and shit like that done and out of the way. I know there's still going to be some like frequent testing, but they're here already. They get to feel like what the bubble is going to already feel like, and most importantly, they have time if they need to find other players to replace somebody that has COVID or something like that. They guess they just got more time to work with, right? And again, <clears throat> I'm not saying it's going to give them an advantage on the the court, but they definitely give them advantage when it comes to being acclimated when it comes to living in the bubble because they're practicing it <laughs> already. Uh, but, Ed, bag of the trash it. I'm going to go ahead and uh, trash it. I'm done with it. Uh, honestly, COVID takes – it doesn't care if you've been there for two weeks. Man, listen, if this thing spreads and it, if it contracts anybody, it don't matter if you've been there for two weeks, three months, four months, two days. If COVID's in that bubble, you're gonna get it. Like that's just that's just fact. We were talking about this a little bit pre. We won't talk about what exactly we were talking about, how you contract the virus, Kevin. Um, but how we will talk about it is again, once you're in the same area, these guys are sweating on each other, breathing on each other all the time. Like, yeah, sure, they're acclimated and they they've been there for that long and sure they're doing the right thing, but at the same time, I don't think it gives them a advantage per se. Because, you know, what's to say that everybody else hasn't been quarantining themselves? Well, the thing is, uh, other players are still, like, Mm. in their cities. They're still living, like, normal life and stuff. They've had to change their lifestyle, and they're all together. But, again, like you said, once you're in the bubble, right now, y'all know y'all all all good. That's cool. But once you're in the bubble, everybody in that motherfucker. So, y'all been quarantining over there, but now you're in contact with everybody else. And somebody get it, it's quiet for your ass. But uh, AD, bag of the trash. I'm going to say bag it, but I only give them a slight advantage because they get, I would say, is it just like kind of what y'all say is going to be more acclimated to the bubble? But I only say that's like the slight advantage that they're getting because if is there, they're basically like at the same place as everybody else. Like, it's only that they fill in the bubble for these extra couple of weeks, so they get used to it. But if, but everybody, once everybody gets there, it's, it's the same boat. They're in the same boat as everybody right. else. Well, Dame said niggas don't be following rules, and niggas ain't going to follow rules when they get in the bubble. So at least Toronto It's hotline. Is, yeah, at least uh, – <laughs> right, you got the hotline. At least Toronto <laughs> is ahead of the ball when it comes to that. But, well, again, once we get on the court – 
Niggas get the sweat, niggas get the plan. Everything is up for grabs at that point. All right, uh, next up, uh, Giannis. Uh, PQ's favorite player of all time, right? So, <laughs> so the Greek freak, because I, I don't want to butcher his name, although I already did it. Uh, the Greek freak was saying this might be the toughest regular season, although short, and playoff uh, we've ever seen in basketball due to all the restrictions with the uh, with COVID bubble play, having to live in these circumstances, not being, uh, not living the way you would normally live and having to follow strict rules. This might be one of the best and the toughest uh, NBA seasons that we, we ever see. So with that being said, back in the trash it. Johnny, do you think this is one of the toughest seasons we'll see? Tough. Any day now, John. <laughs> it's tough, but I'm going to have to trash it. Why you say that? I, I get the, the idea from where Giannis is coming from, but I feel like a lot of players, a lot, ah, dealing with COVID, maybe it's going to make it a tough element, but I feel like the season's not going to last long, so it's like they're gonna, it's going to be over before you know it. You know, they get the eight regular season games, and that's it. They're into the playoffs. Right. So, you know, for the teams that don't make it, their season ends in eight games, and that's it. They're all to the sunset, quarantine, and they can go back to their families. Right. But I get the aspect of where Giannis is coming from. I'm going to bag it because – I mean, I'm going to trash it for the fact that I feel like with the time off, it, it allowed certain players a chance to heal and everything. Yeah. So I feel like other other than the fact that they just got to get ready and like in game shape, I feel like it, it, uh, that it being so shorter, shortened, it benefits everybody else. Right. And maybe that's what makes it tougher. Everybody coming in with fresh, it could, with fresh it could, legs. It could, it could make it tougher. It could make yeah. it tougher. I, I, that's why I said I see where it's coming from. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like playing 82 games, make it more grueling because it's the more longer run. Right. And you got to do right, right. like. Gotta pay the uh, low management chess game with the low, oh, I'm a low manager. This right, game, right. play your lat game, rest of that. So all that, but I feel like the 82 game season is much tougher because you gotta go through a whole grind. I feel right, like the right. grind is just shortened. Obviously, the competition probably be up, like you know, up. But who knows? That's just my take. I could be wrong. Right, right. I'm a, I, uh, DQ bag of the trash it. Trash it because Giannis was. Drafted few years after the There we go. The Giannis Slander podcast. He was drafted two years after the most difficult season during the 2011 lockout when just playing back to backs like every fucking day. Mm-hmm. They're not and, doing that. They did have two game. sets of back to back to back nights. They had to play yeah, but besides that, away. like it's it's not the most difficult season. The only thing that is difficult is conditions for a time period. That's yeah. it. Nothing's difficult about it. If you live in an apartment your entire life and small one, you should be used to this shit. Like, a lot of NBA players have lived in small ass apartments. I'm pretty well, sure. Well, Kevin, Kevin said, I ain't got no girl. I ain't got no kids. I'm ready. Like, <laughs> I ain't got better than shit. I AD, bag of the trash. Yeah, I'm going I'm to go bag it for this one reason only because. COVID, like, like, uh, let's say players get, like, we are playing a team sport. If your best player gets COVID, he's out. Like, what 
like what chance do your team has? Like I'm going to it on the field. Like I feel like that doesn't make it court. tough. It just it just makes it this way. easier for the next season. Think about it this way. If a person does have COVID, but they don't know they have COVID and they go off one game, it's the right about that shit his entire life if he survives that shit. <laughs> that, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be the Jordan Blue game all over again. It's not gonna be that. Yo, yo, if if LeBron get COVID and cook, he is the greatest. Yo, niggas, he ain't gonna be able to tell a LeBron fan. Yeah, the blue game. Yo, yeah. yo, he's going like, man, affect the whole damn squad. Bro. Niggas, like, niggas, yeah. gonna be like, yeah, but Jordan's blue game was a fluke, bro. He yeah, had food poisoning. He was drunk. That's not real. LeBron had COVID. Oh man, I don't want that. Oh, uh, uh, you just ruined this whole segment for me. Oh lord, it's real. Even even like even like they even like coaches. During like on some teams, like coaches do the like coaches be oh we already know that uh uh Lionel Hollins ain't gonna be with the Lakers right now. Yeah, right. He's restricted due to COVID. Yeah, like right. there's gonna be like total like obstacles when it comes to like actually playing the game that yeah it's gonna make it hard. Like right. it probably is gonna be one of the toughest seasons because we don't know nothing. We never faced nothing like this. Who who knows what can happen? Like and I that's mean, what like that. That's true, but niggas gonna be like, who gave the mic? <laughs> Two words, COVID. Back in the trash. We might have to timestamp this for the uh, first time in podcast history. I agree with Andrew, man. I okay. agree with Durant on one thing. Uh, okay. I'm gonna go ahead and bag it. Yeah, man. Uh, it's not what he said, obviously, yeah, good players getting COVID. We talked about this before, that we hope that the uh, superstars are doing the right thing. And they're... Right. I just look at more, like, I don't know, man. Like, I've been working through COVID this entire time. And, like, I see people. If there's anything, if there's one thing in the world that I can do, one skill that I have is read people. And I can see the fear and the anxiety that people have with this virus that we don't know how you can get it, what you can do if you're exactly. asymptomatic. Uh so for me to think that uh, the players are just going to go out there and act like nothing's happening, I don't know, man. Like, I've changed certain things that I do that I normally do. I go, hey, you know, I go to the bathroom, you know, I wash my hands, but, you know, like, I won't take a paper towel and wa- when I dry my hands and then use the paper towel to open the door. I don't do that all the time. Now I do. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like – so, like, that. that's just like washing my hands. These are professional athletes that are sweating on guys and, you know, putting their nuts on guys' faces when they dunk. <laughs> Zion might not be like, hey, yo, chill. I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, there are guys like this that might change up their games slightly. They're going to do it, but, like, they might have this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not going to want to, like, you know, push up on somebody when you're setting a pick. I don't know. Uh, I will bag it for that particular reason is that guys will try to be a little bit more cautious uh, to prevent COVID. What I don't want is it to turn into like an all star game where guys just don't play defense and they're just like, yeah, just, yeah, shoot up, bro. I mean, that's my biggest fear is that like we're going to get an inferior product and I'm going to hate it and I'm going to notice it right away. I mean, nut juice is definitely a a sure way to catch uh, COVID. (laughs) That's how you get COVID, man. Yeah, Yeah, easily. Dr. Fauci said so himself. He said, hey, stay away from nut juice if you can, don't get dunked on. I can't. Bag of the trash. 
I'm mm-hmm. bagging it <clears throat> for two reasons. And um, I mean, I hate agreeing with Eddie, but I'm not going to be nowhere near as dramatic about it. You agree with me all the time. Literally, the anxiety alone, like, is going to be something internally just difficult that everybody's dealing with, with the whole COVID situation. Yeah. I don't think any of them players is getting on the court and going to play half-assed. If the bubble people say, yo, you're you're good, everybody on the court with you is good, and if they committed to being there, they're going to commit to the grind, which goes into my second point of why I think it's going to be uh, one of the hardest possibly to win it all. And I think, Devin, I think you touched on it. It was the fact that everybody's coming back fresh legs, like ready to go. Even if some people don't start out the gate, like, Seeming OB fresh, everybody's gonna be getting in the game shape around the same time. Whoever makes it to the next round or whatever. So I think we're gonna see some we're gonna see some good ball, and it's just gonna make it hard harder for everybody. Everybody's gonna right. have some uh, a one. And once they get a taste of being out there, they'll um they'll be more like into staying away from doing the extracurricular stuff, avoiding COVID. So, well, shout out to the homie Ji for making it to the bubble. Oh, yeah, Ji. <laughs> On from sports. Happy Don Day to Zion, man. Today is Zion's oh, that's birthday. Right. Uh, that's right. That's right. So happy yeah. Don Day to Zion when you see this. Hello? No. 20. 20. Yeah. 20. Oh, Jesus Christ. Damn. Y'all remember when we were 20? Most of us are looking at 30. I know I am. I, yeah, I'm uh, magic. Dev's like 45, so. Well, I'm 32, magic, yeah. <laughs> 50% of us is going on about 50. No, 50% of except us. Except for Kev, except for Kev. Those people aren't 30 are you, Durant, and Kev. Yeah, me, yeah, me, Durant, and Kev uh, is only 30, non-30 year olds. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going to get and, there. And the crazy thing is, y'all the oldest. We're not y'all the oldest. I'm waiting until November. Y'all Y'all the oldest, dustiest looking niggas in the pot. But, uh, uh, so, uh, moving on. Oh, my vein popped out. Jesus. Uh, we going to the NFL. Now, as we all know, Cam is now with the Patriots. Uh, so, with that being said, you know, Tom Brady is living his life, living like he going over in uh, Tampa. Tampa Bay. Yeah, but he thought. Tampa King. Tampa Bay. I like that. That that's a thing. I didn't make it okay, up. I I, it. All right, that's the first time I heard that. Sure. Okay, right. so sure. now when Tom left New England, he looking. I'm pretty sure he's like, yeah, y'all ass ain't gonna do shit. Good luck with that other bum ass nigga now, guys. Darren. Yeah, he was like, good luck with that. And then you know the evil genius, you know, did what he did, put out Cam. So with that being said, uh, back to trash it. Is it more pressure on Tom to have a good season this year, Eddie? Wanted to you, bag in the trash. Uh no, he's chilling. Yeah. Right? I mean, everyone's always called trash. The hater the haters say so I, yeah, so here's yep, yep, I'm gonna trash it. Sorry, forgot to say that. Um but yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and trash it because uh yeah, the haters say, me included, he's assistant quarterback, you know, he's nothing without Bill, he ain't gonna be shit without Bill. Um, you know, we're not giving him a lot of credit to Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is the quarterback guru, they say. Um, but we'll see what happens there. That's why he has zero pressure on him. He's got the weapons. He's got his Gronk. He's got his Evans. He's got his good uh, – uh, what the hell is that kid? Godwin. 
And right, so he's fine uh, defensively. Okay, I think. Howard, Cameron Brady. Yeah, word. He got a win yeah. over there. He's got his weapons, but again, like I feel like there's zero pressure on him being in the NFC, being in Tampa Bay. I don't think anybody cares about Tampa Bay except for me because I love it out there. Um, but um, yeah, I think he's got no pressure. I think the person with the most pressure is definitely going to be Cam. Again, he is betting on himself, but it is Senator Palpatine. He does have the hood up. He is going to really uh, use the dark side uh, and help Cam do what he's got to do. And I'm just going to suffer and be miserable. But I think Tom's got zero pressure on him, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are people out here, Johnny included, that want a Tampa Bay uh, Patriots uh, Super Bowl. I don't think that will dope. happen at all because we were talking at the top of this pod about That's some Vegas. guy that just got a 10-year extension. You think Patty's going to let Cam beat him? Nope. And oh, there's a bunch uh, of good uh, – don't, don't sleep on Cam now. Cam, I'm not going to sleep on Cam, Pat, but – Pat is better, but go. Cam is just as – Patty, better. nice. Yeah, Don, I know. Johnny, okay, you keep calling me a closet Brady fan. Can you just come out and say that you're a closet Patriots fan? I'm no, you, for the John sake is, of this fucking pod, no, John is a fan of everyone. Y'all ain't, get, ain't got that. John loves mm. everybody. John is just love. Cam is guy. Everybody is his guy. Everybody's all right. All right, Cam, bag of attraction. Brady got pressure, bro. <sighs> I'm trashing it. Um, I hate to say this, but I've been on record saying it to multiple people before, and it's just a fact in history. Uh, Tom Brady, as of right now, is the best quarterback to ever live to walk this oh. planet. Um, Goodbye. I'm done. Um, so he's chilling, bro. He, he's, living, he's living his best life, bro. The last thing he's worried about is the Patriots sign uh, Cam Newton, somebody that is known to be a drama queen if he's not succeeding where he is. Hopefully that changes. Um, Cam's going to have success once they get the ball rolling. But um, with everything that's going on, uh, Cam can't do what Brady is doing. Brady is purposely defying regulations or, like, suggestions for not practicing with his players out in Florida in the mecca of where the coronavirus is. Cam's not going to do that. He can't – he don't got the clout to do that. The media would rag him for – Having people come out and potentially that's a whole them. that's a whole different layer. Yeah, that's a whole different topic. I don't want to get anyway, into what a, the media feels about Cam. I understand what you're saying, but there's a different layer to that. It's a different but layer to that. The conclusion is Brady chilling, bro. He's not worried about not a thing. Well, uh, Bruce Aaron is a throw a deep type of uh, coach. Brady is a ten and dunk type of uh, QB. Now, so we'll, yeah, 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 now, right the. The, the latter of his career, he's been that type of QB. I, it worked for him, but that's what it's been. So, Johnny, uh, bag of the trash. It. Don't front, bro. Cam has oh more pressure, but Brady's definitely under pressure. What the fuck happened to Drew? We lost Drew. Nah, bag of the trash. Nah, not bad. That distracted me. I just see a screen showing You bag of the trash, John. Yeah. That Brady has. Has added pressure with Cam being with the pack with the Patriots. I'm gonna bag it. Oh, okay. I'm gonna bag it. And I'm gonna okay. explain to you why. Because look, it's a chess game. One wants to prove they both, the evil genius and Brady both want to prove they can win it without the other. Obviously, Brady has mm-hmm. the weapons and everything. Mm-hmm. 
So we all looking at it. He's the GOAT QB. Like, he doesn't have right. pressure, but he does have pressure. He played in the offense, the same offense for almost 20 years. Bill Belichick's offense protected Brady, allowed Brady, not saying Brady's not good or nothing, but allowed Brady to play his game for 20 years. Brady's, what, 43, 42? 100. About, about to be in the new offense. He has the weapons, but the pressure is to, for him to succeed, you know? Right. His arm is not how it used do we, to be. Right. Do we still have that? Right. Do we still have that arm? No. So obviously we all know Brady as the goat, but he doesn't have that that you know that safety cushion of the evil genius. So I right. know Brady's still the goat quarterback, but he does have pressure on him. All right. Uh, DQ. Back to trash it. I'm going to trash it simply because, like, what does Tom Brady have to be worried about all proof anyone? He has six rings. Like, come on. Like, he doesn't have to worry about Cam Newton. It's, like, it's not like Cam's going to overshine. Unless Cam gets seven rings in the next eight years, something like that. Like, he can't. How do you get to There's nothing to worry about. His legacy is his job. I mean, don't, don't white folks who never love Cam as much as they love Tom and uh, New England. Hey, it's, not, it's not about the love. It's not about the love, but it's not, especially yeah. Massachusetts. I yeah. won't say anything it's, else. It's not, it's they not about be, the love. They're gonna be calling the bench, bro. They go. They Brady, start over five. is not worried about Cam. He's worried about Belichick. That's who he's in competition True. with. True. Good shit, John. That's he a really good take, and that's really intelligent. He, remember, he would have never left the Patriots if it wasn't a thing that he felt like he didn't have to prove. You know what I'm trying to say? Right. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's a small conversation, but yeah. he feels he has to prove himself. Listen, he's already proven, but. The, the Patriots yeah, I mean, haven't the Patriots haven't won a Super Bowl until the whole Jimmy Garoppolo debacle where people were saying that Bill wanted to keep him yeah. and Brady wanted to and Bill didn't and Bill Bill wanted to and Brady didn't and there was a whole yeah. back and forth. There was like a rumor that Patriots threw the Super Bowl to the Eagles, um, but they haven't won since and things have been bad since and now Brady's gone. And again, both of them have nothing else to prove. They are the most winningest yeah, duo uh, in the sport together. Period. Yeah. The one um, thing that they haven't proved to each is other. can yeah. Bill win without uh, Tom, and can Tom yeah. win without Bill? Uh, but before we move on, because I feel like we're going to move on, are we going to move on? Yeah, yeah we're moving on. Hey, did you bag uh, it yet? Did you bag a trash? Uh, I yeah, trashed he, it. Oh, yeah, 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 I trashed yeah. it. I, yeah. no, I it. Uh, but I. I just want to go when we get Drew back because we lost him here. Uh, here he comes. But, uh, hey, Kev, uh, a couple pods ago, I don't remember exactly what episode it was, but you Yo, said that the I'm Patriots. I'm still on that. Hold on. Hold on. No. Uh, Kev says, I have in bold, Kev says uh-huh. Patriots will go 3-13 and 13 or 5-11. and 11. Do you still feel that way today? Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on. Moving hold on. Well, before we move on, AD, before we yeah. move on to this, bag of Do Tom Brady have more pressure now that uh, Cam Newton is with the Patriots? Bag of the trash. Trash it because I would say Cam. He got six of these rings right here, and he got a good team. He got Bruce Arians. He got he got his squad over in Tampa Bay. He ain't caring about what's happening in in the Patriot land. So. Tommy, yeah. don't worry about no, I, no, I think he, no, he's definitely he's definitely worried and he's looking. But the only only person he's trying to prove something to is Belichick. Both of them. That's yep. that's what that's why that's why the buck stops. Is both this is the check. biggest pissing yeah. competition on right. the planet. Uh, I don't I don't, I don't need you. So. We get to watch yeah. it and 
Yeah, and we get to see it. So he he cared about that. He 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 moved on, man. Why? Why did he move on? I want to be on record. I want to be on record. I bet on Bill. You bet on Bill. Fuck Tom. Okay, so bet on Bill. Being that you betting on Bill, Mm -hmm. bag trash it. Will the Pats make the playoffs this season? Eddie, to you, bag of trash it. You bet no bill. Bro, you set yourself up for that. You bet no bill. I'm right into it. So, baby, right? You bet no bill. The Jets going to have to win 10 games regardless now. That's got to win 11, maybe 12. That's uh, not happening because the Bills are going to not going to happen. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm fucking bagging it. Don't pressure me, man. (laughs) I'm fucking happy about it. No, no, take it. Jesus Christ. Hey, John, John, bagging it, trash it. Pass it in the playoffs. Bagging it. Bagging it. With Cam and Belichick. Cam Newton's the starter. Yes, I'm bagging the playoffs. Right, right, right. All right, DQ, bagging it, trash it. Bagging it because the AFC East is garbage. That is hey, garbage. we're getting better, all right? We are. It's okay. Uh, the Jets. Dude, what are you talking about? So, okay, I'll say one thing. You're an AFC North fan. Even, You're not an even AFC. Even if the AFC East is trash, I can still see this season the Jets doing something this season, okay? Does that make you feel better? Thank you. I appreciate it, but it doesn't. I right, a, I mean, uh, false, AD. False. Bag of uh, yeah, I have to bag it. They go, they go into the playoffs next. I'm, I'm not happy about it. Yeah, they can't spot. Oh, Cavs on you, Cavs. Think y'all drunk, bro? Bag of trash. I think y'all drunk. I'm trash. Well, cause he's bro. sticking by yeah, his. No, I he's got sticking. I got a reason. I got a reason. I'm I could I'm gonna stick with my five and eleven. He got a five reason. and eleven. He got a reason reading my ass. But three thirteen was also part of that. Shut up, shut up. Listen, I'm sticking with my five and eleven only because I'm a man of my word. But now it seems more likely that they might get more wins. But I think the Jets are overdue to make the playoffs. So it's gonna come down regardless. <gasps> It's gonna Kevin. come down. It's gonna come down regardless to the Pats. Oh my god! And the Jets. It's gonna come down to them regardless getting a wild card spot. Because I think the Bills is winning that division. Oh my god! I I could see I could see the Pats going eight and eight, and fans being disappointed because Cam's gonna have a learning curve regardless. So honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they go five and eleven. But the best I'm giving them is. Nine and seven, and a close win out into the season, barely make it in type shit. Nine and seven Patriots is what you're saying? That's the highest that they're going to go. Wick Cam. That's as high as he's going with Cam. Nine and seven now that Cam is there. Okay, that's on record. Keep, that's keep, the keep highest possible that they could go. Wick Cam. They still don't have a wide receiver every, core, bro. Can't the league MVP season, and we're going to be like, oh, shit. They run the ball and play defense, man. Bro, that's that's the scariest part court, for me. Oh, Patriots okay. got the best defense in the division, right? The best defense in the division. And, right, they, so. and they got the best quarterback, right? Sam Donald's the best quarterback in they that division. The best, they got the best uh, defense and the best quarterback. Sam Donald's the best quarterback in that division. Uh, he's drunk. Send him to the Phil. 
Who? Who's a uh, better than Cam and uh, AMC East? He said Sam Darnold. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, moving on. We're going, to tell, we're going back to baseball. Now, uh, we, I'm have, we have the COVID World Series. Uh, we've got the short season, 60-game regular season. Um, a lot of teams playing each other. Uh, a lot of interdivisional games. Uh, people playing the safe, trying to stop COVID. Um, and then, on the contrary, a few years ago, 2017 to be exact, we had them cheating ass Houston Astros. Astros. So, with that being Asterix. said, yeah, Asterix. Houston Asterix. Right, Houston Asterix. So, yeah. with that being said, comparing the two, will this season be more historic than the cheating ass Astros? Will we remember this season? More than we remember that cheat ass Astro season bagging the trash shit, Eddie. Ah! Can we just all do this at once? Yeah, you guys ready? Go ahead. Three, two, one. Trash it. Trash. I trash it though. I trash. How do you guys trash? Do you, no, are, are we gonna remember? No, no. we gonna always remember them cheat ass Astros. That's why. Oh, hundred percent. No, I'm saying that part, yeah. but. But we're always gonna remember the COVID winners right. more. It'll be. Oh, unless we don't know how long the Astros, last, so. unless the Astros win again. Oh. Mm. See. Yeah. If the uh, Astros win this year, then we'll remember the cheating asterisk. Why would you even say some shit like that? Just let them fucking win. I don't <laughs> care. It's a fucking shortened season. I don't give a fuck. No parades. Not gonna be fun. Everyone's gonna get COVID. And the season might get canceled halfway through, so who cares? You thought, you thought I wasn't going. You thought I wasn't going to be down in Manhattan if the Yankees win. You gonna be the only one there talking about? Let's go Yankees! I'm gonna be like, no, yeah, that's what it's gonna be. Let's go Yankees! People gonna be out there with their masks on and everything. They gonna they gonna they gonna still show out there heavy. Listen, it's not gonna happen. All right, so. Moving on, back of the trash, we're going into Star Bitch Cut. Light. All right. On this one. First up, we got an easy one, I, I would say. We got basketball jerseys, football jerseys, and baseball jerseys. Since, hey, 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 Deb, who's going first? Uh, I'm going to go to DQ. No, no. No. no who's no, going no. first? AD. AD. Yeah. All right. I will Start take this Okay. I will go away. You know what? I actually like, I really, I really don't like jerseys. I never wore jerseys anyway, but I'm going to go with, I like, I like football jerseys the best. Like they look, so they look football? good to me. Right, yeah. Football? Okay. So you start and football. I'm starting football. I'm probably, I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to, I'm probably gonna bench basketball and Are you probably gonna or are you yeah, going to? My my personal I don't wear jerseys. So you started started football, benching yeah, basketball, and playing playing baseball. Makes sense. Uh DQ, start bench cut. So I am going to start baseball jerseys because you wear base a baseball jersey with cargos and a nice tee underneath. That's like the best flex you can have during the summertime. That's one of the best fits you can possibly have. You're gonna be hot as hell. Then I'm gonna 
then I'm gonna bench basketball jerseys because you can uh, really wear a basketball jersey as a uh, tank top one anywhere. Uh, what are you wearing right now? A basketball uh, jersey. Uh, only reason I have a basketball jersey uh, on because when Jeff called me, I wasn't wearing the shirt. <laughs> the first I could grab, and I'm going to cut football jersey because I have a like. If you if you're wearing a football jersey. If you're not at a game or at a sports bar, it just looks so cringy and weird to me. Like, why are you wearing it? I swear to God. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. 100 percent agree. I'm like a regular t-shirt. It's not like uh the fit of it just looks so weird to me when we wear it outside of those two like, outside so, of a sporting event, y'all niggas yeah. got on the pro fit jersey and shit is walking the street. It's shoes. like um, it's like even like if you go to a game, every like those kids that don't wear the jersey to the teams that's playing, yo, I hate that shit so much. Oh, that's the worst thing in the world. You go to you go to you go to Jets Pats game and some guy's wearing a Giants fan or a Giants jersey and you're like, "What are you doing, bro?" He's like, "Oh, I'm just a fan of the team." I'm like, "Get out of here!" Like he nobody gets, wants you here. He's liable to get snuffed by John. Start bench cut. I love all three jerseys. I'm starting basketball, benching football, and cutting baseball. Oh, Woo. all right. Okay. All right. Was not expecting that from you, Jonathan. Oh, no. I football wasn't either. Got some, football got some fire jerseys. I, I love all, all each sports jerseys. Each each sport got each fire jerseys, but uh, which one you gonna wear first, John? A baseball jersey or a football jersey? Between between the two? Yeah. I'll wear a football jersey before I wear a baseball jersey. Yeah, lies, that's John. Lies, lies, that guy. That's John. No, that's John. That's John. You know what's crazy? I had a football jersey before I had a baseball jersey. You know, I was young, but I was still. So, I had a so you so you put on a, a football jersey, some jeans, and some uh, Kobe's. You said what? So you wearing a football jersey, some some jeans or sweats, and some Kobe's. I, no, outside, just willy nilly, just chilling, right? Why not? Fuck Either, out of here! If I'm wearing a baseball jersey, I'm wearing the baseball jersey to the game. But you could swag a baseball jersey. You could, could. Wear a baseball jersey. You could but I'm on. not. I'm. I'm thinking. I'm just. Thinking, you could swag a football jersey too. Yeah, in O in O two. Uh, I Eddie. He said in O two. See, see, we're in different times. Football jersey's not baggy ass jersey. You get the fitted football jersey that's fitted to your. your and you look like style. a complete idiot. He is. This might surprise them whole group. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, obviously, I wear football jerseys when it's draft day or game day. That's it. Or if there's anything else that involves my team. If it involves my team. If it doesn't involve my team, I don't care because I don't own jerseys from other teams because I'm not a fraud. True. Uh, Why should I get that? Told you I don't wear jerseys. So I don't know what you're saying. I'm gonna that Randy Moss <laughs> Vikings jersey, that '84 that's, purple yellow. You don't see. Uh, uh, of course, I don't wear jerseys. I'm not basing this off of what I wear or what I like. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not basing this off of what I wear. I'm basing this off of like the colors, the schemes, designs. You know, just the overall jerseys. Right. I'm going to start basketball because those are always cool and they always change them up and they're always like season themed and like, you know, for like what's going current event themed. They're always about it. Uh, look out for those Black Lives Matter jerseys that are going to come out there in the bubble. I'm going to bench baseball because they're 
fucking really, really good. Again, I would never wear a baseball jersey. I would never buy a baseball jersey because I don't play for the fucking team because with the whole button-up and everything, again, like, I feel like uh, I'm going to work. That's the whole aspect of the baseball jersey. I feel like the button-up is... It's cool, but, like, I also... Jersey. No, I've never... I only buy the shirts, Kev. I only buy the shirts with the logo. Because here's my thing. If you're a Yankee fan and you buy a jersey... Kev, I don't know if you bought one, and I don't really care if you bought one, and I'm about to offend you. Same thing for you, Johnny. But if you wear, like, a number two jersey, which everyone knows that's fucking Derek Jeter, and the name Jeter is on the back, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. Because the Yankees don't have names on the back of their fucking jerseys. Well, it's not right. about the person. It's, not it's about the fucking team. So, 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 and this is the authentic in the field. Yeah. I don't care. Don't wear another man's name on your back if it's not on the jersey. That's what that's period. I have a Donald jersey because the Jets have the name on the back. The ones that don't have the name on it are more expensive than the ones that do. Okay, so don't be broke. If you want to be a child and wear a jersey, don't have the last name on the back. Period. And then finally... And then finally... I'm going to cut the football jerseys because, honestly, besides, like, the powder blues and, like, my team, like the New York Jets, obviously, because, like, I like them because they're my team, I don't give a shit about NFL jerseys. I don't think they're the best. I think, culturally, basketball wins. Baseball just has a lot of color schemes, and it's very traditional. It's been around for fucking decades. And, like, football went from starter to Reebok to Nike, and they can't figure it out with, like, the color schemes. I don't really like the new Jets jerseys, but I pretend that I do because I'm a Jet fan and I have no choice. I care. Garbage cut. Um, starting the baseball jerseys because there's something about the pinstripes. And I could always rock a shirt under it and leave the buttons open or something like that. Um, then I'm benching the football jerseys. Oh, man. And I'm cutting the basketball jerseys because the only basketball jersey I've wow. ever owned in my life was a black 23 Bulls jersey, and that was when I was like six, and I still got it, and it's fire. But right, I I, I think you're gonna go, go that way. But I, I, had a feeling I, was gonna go I did not think you were gonna go that way, Kev. Where's number football and baseball jerseys? Yeah, I would have yeah I'm true. I've never bought yeah. a basketball jersey. Yeah. Right, this, this, but it's true. not. Yeah, I'm more of like the overall like design. Yeah, I mean, Kev not does, what I personally so I wear. See him outside, outside Kev. with. Kev he dusty. dusty. Okay. So he go outside with some jeans on and some Timbers and a, a jersey, <laughs> a football jersey. On. Those seasons don't <laughs> so, match, bro. What are you so, talking about? I know. I, I, I know. But uh, so and you still I, wear it. That's so true. who that? Who the fuck is that, Troy? That's Troy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go. Yo, hey, we got, we got yeah, Robbie Anderson, Anderson in the building. Robbie Anderson, they call you Robbie, bro. Mm-hmm. That nigga Troy needs to get in the power one day. All right, so I'm starting basketball because, again, basketball never fails when it comes to the design. Of course not. That's Swag, style. Man. None, none of the other sports fuck with them. Uh, benching baseball because it's just chill. You can, you can slide on the baseball with some chill shit, open, open or close. Pop the chain out. Yeah, chill as hell. Football, I love you, but I will never wear you outside of a game. Right. Or at a sporting event, or right. in the crib, watching a game, go to a Super Bowl yeah, party, a party, some type of uh, football event has to be before you just rocking the fucking football jersey. Mm-hmm. I love you though. So 
That's how I go. Starfish cut. All right, Starfish cut. We're going to turn uh, the PCG uh, <laughs> era of uh, baseball. Uh, some I thought you said peak. I don't know what I thought you said, but go ahead. But we get to some of the greatest uh, home run hitters, uh, major league sluggers to ever play the game. We got Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, and Mark McGuire. Star bench cut. Kick it off with you, Kevin. Um, star bench cut. I started uh, Barry Bonds. I benched Big Mac and I cut Sammy Sosa because I don't like what he did with his face and all that right now, bro. I'm not feeling that. Word, I'm not word. feeling the lotion he's using for his face, bro. I got, I got something for that. Watch. He got, he got that, he's using that black bar. I'm right, salty uh, about that. AD, star bitch cut. Well, I am, I am cutting. I, uh, uh, rewind. I'm benching, I'm starting, I'm starting Mark McGuire. I'm benching Sosa. Oh. And I am. Cutting Bonds. Yeah. I'm cutting Barry Bonds. But all all these people are great, but it's just like I have to choose. So that's why I choose. Cutting a home run leader. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's been a record. Do you know who Barry Bonds is? That's his take. That's his take. It's, uh, it's controversial. It's controversial. DQ, star base cut. Here come the cat. So I am going to go Barry Bonds because his 04 season, he literally did not have to get pitched to and still did hell work. Oh, bro. Really, <laughs> he didn't have to get pitched to and he was still scoring more runs than anyone else. Right. I am going to. Bench Sammy Sosa off the strike that before my aunt passed away when I was 10. She drew me a picture of him. And the funny thing about it is the color of the paper she drew his picture on is the color he is now. <laughs> <laughs> so, <it's not> funny. <laughs> that's like, I always said I'm going to oh, I always say my aunt right now is probably laughing in her fucking grave because she called it. Yeah, she called it. Yeah. She has no clue that he's that's color now. That's hilarious. Wow, that's funny. Johnny, star bench cut. Starting Barry. Uh-huh. I'm benching Big Matt and I'm right. cutting Sammy. Right. Yeah. Start. Sammy started off looking like Dev and ended up looking like Eddie and shit. <laughs> I always get on me because I'm light. Fuck yeah. Hey, uh, Eddie, start bench cut. Uh, I'm going to start Barry. I think that should be the consensus, Drew. I don't know why you did anything else. Um, This is pre-light-skinned Sammy. This is uh, pre-controversial corked bat Sammy. Uh, You guys will never understand what Sammy Sosa meant to the Dominican uh, culture and to the way we grew up watching baseball, especially me. Uh, so for that reason and that reason only, Sammy's got to be on my bench because Mark was the enemy. We wanted Sammy to beat him because it was for us. It was for the Dominican uh, uh, people. Uh, and then Mark ended up beating him twice. Uh, but unfortunately, even though I think he's one of the greatest home run hitters in history, with or without steroids, I got to cut Big Mac. Uh, yeah, I'm starting – I'm starting Barry Bonds, um, like no question, like. But regardless, but without the PED uh, accusation, Barry Bonds was one of the greatest players. Hundred percent. The fucking game. 
Easy start. Yeah, one of the greatest fielders to ever play the game. And because of that same reason, I bitching Mark McGuire because he was also a great player prior to the PED accusations. Uh, Sammy, I didn't know shit about you, really, beyond the home run hitting. And, be, and that's when the PED shit started. You came out of nowhere to me. Came out of nowhere. Man, right? And so, what happened? You're a Sox fan, right? I ain't no baseball fan. Uh, he ain't no baseball fan. You grew up in a Cubs but, household. No, if you had to pick, right? It was a Sox. No, Sox. Yeah, Sox. Yeah, Sox. Yeah, 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 I knew that. Yeah, my pops was a Sox fan. Yeah, but uh, I figured. I, yeah, I knew Sox, that. I, but be, I know you more than I think to, I do. It's supposed to be Cubs anyway. Cubs is like the Yankees for Chicago, right? No, but... Yeah. Oh, no, it's the other way around. Man, Cubs That's is not like, true. Everybody... No, there's a lot of Chicagoans who hate the Cubs. No, Cubs... Is the Yankees? Okay. Really? Yeah. 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 Cubs is one of the like one of the most known teams in baseball. Most of the people I know from Chicago, outside of you, are White Sox fans. And again, people where do they live in Chicago? Again, when you again speaking, when you don't even know sports, you don't know baseball. You know the Yankees. You know, you know the fucking Cubs. Like that's one right. of the teams that you just right, 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 right. right, like, right. So, wasn't a homie from rookie of the year playing for the Cubs too? In the, in the which movie? one? The rookie of the year. The oh, rookie, rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played yeah. for the Cubs. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So, but uh, yeah, uh, <clears throat> bitch is Sammy. Uh, he was big for the uh, Dominican Republic. But beyond the home run hitting, I don't remember, really remember him doing anything else. All right, so moving on. Starbase cut. Uh, try to try to make it a little tougher for you guys, and I want to hear you guys' aspects when it comes to this. Because I love all three receivers, but this is easy. I look. It should be easy. It honestly, should only it should be one person that's easy. One person, it should be one person that's easy. Easy. Yes. Oh yeah, one person yeah. should be easy. Yes, I agree. First, Johnny. I agree. So we got. I already know where Johnny's going. So we got Larry Fitz. We got Megatron. And we got Julio Jones. Johnny. Can I guess Johnny's? Starbase Johnny. Go John, ahead. can I yes. guess yours? Yes, guess mine. All right, you starting Larry. Right. Mm-hmm. John a fan, so he definitely benched. Uh, Hold Megatron. on. You're benching Julio, you're cutting Megatron. No. I knew it. Okay. I'm benching Megatron. I, I didn't know if you were on the same page or not. I know you love Julio, but uh, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I love all three receivers. John a fan. Starting Larry, Megatron, I love Hooli. I'm a big fan of Hooli, too. Oh, it's happening over here now. Sorry, guys. What happened? Fireworks. All right, Eddie, start this cut. Uh, Same as John. I didn't think we were that simpatico, but we are. Starting Larry, Mr. Consistent. Uh, I'm going to cut Julio. Uh, uh, Shorter, uh, sorry, longer career than Megatron. Megatron, yeah, today. Megatron, yeah. obviously, with the early retirement. Um, actually, they both they actually both played nine seasons. Even? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I thought I thought uh, after this Cal, year, Cal, Julio Cal had. was in the league before, though. I thought he league. had one more year than him. I apologize, but yeah, more receiving yards, more touchdowns, um, more. Hold on, sorry. Yeah, he's uh, been retired for like four years now. More yards per reception, uh, less fumbles. Um, more receiving well, yards. Has more. Uh, Calvin does. Yeah. Uh, uh, receptions. Uh, receptions. Julio. Julio. 
By a little bit. By a little bit, but he's got more. But uh, passing targets, Calvin's got more. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, bench Calvin. Shouldn't have retired. And I'm going to cut Julio. Yeah, my brother still hates the fact that he's retired. Talk about that. I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. At least once Your brother. Uh, your brother's Matthew DQ Stafford. Start, start bench cut. Yeah, I'm pretty much going with Johnny's thing. Uh, starting Larry, uh, benching Megatron. Off the nickname alone and cutting Julio. Uh, and, like, Megatron had this fire shoe pack once, and that shit was so lit because it came with the – it was the, the the Decepticon logo, and then you unfolded it. It was a shoe and the actual Transformer toy of Megatron in it. So, yeah. That's dope. I didn't know about that one. <laughs> AD, start this <laughs> I did not know that. You, was it me? That fire. Yeah. It's on you. True. You know me? Yeah. All right, cool. So, I am going to start. I'm going to start Larry. Mr. Consistent, by far the – one of the best quarter, one of the best wide receivers there, and I'm I'm benching Calvin Johnson and I'm cutting Julio. I'm cutting Julio. Okay. Julio. I'm, I'm starting Megatron because he oh. he's a touchdown machine, bro. That's that's what he was. And then coming off the bench, obviously I have to have Larry coming off the bench. Uh, they call him Mr. Consistent. I call him a technician, bro. Like, doesn't mm-hmm. matter where he is on the field. He gets open. He reads defenses better than a lot of receivers at whatever position he's at. And uh, that's my guy. And Julio, um, yeah, man, um, I respect your game. You got to do a little bit more. Your touchdowns have been down, down, down the last two years. So that's Maddie's that. fault, though. Yeah, sorry to see that, man. But uh, yeah. And that's why I'm cutting fucking Megatron. I'm starting Larry. I'm not dumb at all because they both played nine seasons. Julio has more reception yards. Only thing, uh, and he has more uh, receptions. Megatron do got him about like thirty uh fucking touchdowns, but Megatron fucking quit. And Julio will go down once he's done as a way better fucking receiver. We going off, Man. we going off what Megatron was and what he could have been. Although he was great, but it was like, damn, if he would have stayed longer, he would have been fucking the greatest. Julio will be closer to when it's all said and done. They both play nine seasons, but when it's all said and done, uh, Megatron numbers ain't too much better than Julio. Both of them playing nine seasons. Maybe Julio got more yards and more receptions. He's he is losing in the touchdown range, but when when his career over, he'll have way more yards, way more receptions, and he'll be closer in the touchdown. Probably supersede, exceed the touchdown. So that's why I'm giving Julio because make try to quit. He so, quit. Yeah, you're right. Uh, real quick though, um, while we're on this topic, did Megatron catch it? Yeah. yeah. One, two, oh, right, right. Yeah. one, yeah. two, three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. All right, so let's start. Bitch, cut. Uh, damn, I was the only outsider in this. Y'all, uh, yeah, that's no, crazy. I couldn't believe it. He's the only one who cut him, and Cav was the only one who started him. Yeah. Yep. But y'all but y'all all kept saying people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we all we all copied Johnny. Yeah. We all wanted to be a little Julio, bit like. But again, we knew Julio 
Julio is missing consistency. I love that. I, 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 I ain't even, 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 even got to talk about uh, Larry. I mean, Larry. I ain't yeah, Larry is. Yeah. I mean, we already know what it is for him. All right, yep. so we're going to get into the 5 5 and we're kicking it off with Drew. Now, today, <laughs> we're, five, five. we're talking trendsetters. And I'm sticking with my list. Now, uh, I don't think I'm going to change too much. Yeah, you could have took this in multiple ways. You could have took it as players who set trends, who changed the game. Uh, you could have took it as uh, moves that changed the game, acquisitions uh, that changed the game, uh, coaches that changed the game, things of that nature. All things that change the path of sports, whether it's baseball, football, basketball, hockey, soccer, whatever. We're talking trends up. So, I'd say softball. Jenny yeah, Finch. Jenny Finch. Jenny Finch. Uh, Finch. Hey, man. Love you, Dev. Hey, I know a little bit about the, the baseball game. Just a little Jenny bit. Finch. Again, <laughs> okay. she pop, made it popular. Uh, so, uh, women's softball. So, uh, Drew, at number five, who do you have as your number five trend set? As uh, number five, I'm picking a trend that has been like was in the NBA. I've, it kind of gets started by the, I would say, the Spurs and Greg Popovich and stuff, okay. which was supposed to be the Hackershack, which Hackershack, which, which they used, most likely they got the name because they used it against Shaq. Shaq was a bum-ass free throw shooter, so you coming down the lane, fuck, foul, foul him every time, make him, make him just, yeah, he was a, just breaking. Cool yeah, breaking, right. Yeah. And that's that a really good every spread, and that's definitely spread throughout the whole league. You think of every, every like Dwight Howard, uh, DeAndre Jordan, both right, guys, right. Uh, Drummond, they got Hackershack. Like yo, just 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 foul them. They go and miss yeah. their free throws, and we get the ball back. That's what they were doing. Great fucking pick, Drew, because that didn't even cross my mind. But that's a really good trend because it, again, Hackershack. Was how it started, or the the coin name. But ever since then, you have a big who can't shoot, or any player that can't shoot, hack their ass, send them to the line. We we'll take our chances with that. Yeah, so, but it's still it's still called yeah. hack a shot. But right, know, right. But yeah. again, it set the trend. If you if a person can't shoot free throws, hack them. We we'll take our chance with that, and it all started with the hack a shot. Good shit, Drew. Good. Uh, shit. I'm proud of you, Drew. Good shit. All right, DQ number five. So for some reason, a lot of my picks are more. External to inside the league. Okay. So the trends that players started that everyone kind of does in modern day life. So my number five is LeBron's initial back uh, arm tattoos. No one, LeBron had that shit first. Uh, the, the, are you talking about the letters? The, 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 the initials, oh, word, word, yeah, yeah. Word, that's mad sus. But yeah, I, I know LeBron's. Uh, I didn't pay that much attention to even notice that. Like, like that. But he, he definitely I, I can definitely say he made it. he made that a little more popular. And all the hoopers and all the hoopers got it. So that's a double two. John at number five. Uh, I I ain't doing how yeah, I'm just doing players, but uh okay. at my number five I got uh Ken Griffey Jr. Okay. Ken Griffey, why you put why you put Ken? Because he in the nineties, you know, he was the face of baseball, nineties. Every like the shoes, everything he was doing. Right, right. He, he influenced people to play um, baseball. Right. Okay. That's, Especially that's in the nineties, you know, it wasn't yeah. that many, you know. Especially when it comes to you know young black kids. Yeah. So it's like they, yeah. they look. Oh, Ken Griffey, you know. Right. That's true. That's number five. Eddie, number five. 
My number five is, you guys aren't going to know who he is, uh, but Luis Manuel Castro. Uh, 1902 was the first Hispanic, as a Hispanic in the group. Johnny's there with me. Uh, but as a Hispanic in the group, was the first Hispanic to break and the... And DQ. I mean, uh, not DQ, Drew. I, Drew? Yeah. You're Hispanic? His dad is... Yeah, you know who his dad is? I didn't know that, man. <laughs> I mean, it makes that much more sense. But, yeah. Uh, but Luis uh, Miguel uh, Miguel Castro was the first one. Uh, oh, Ozzy Guillen. He was, he was the first one in 1902 pre-Jackie Robinson, uh, mind you. Uh, I know that Jackie broke the color barrier, but I didn't realize this until today when I did a little bit of research. But in 1902, he was uh, uh, playing for the... Uh, Philadelphia, whatever the Philadelphia team was, I think I feel like they were like the Sentinels or something crazy like that. They're a weird team, but he was the first Hispanic Latino uh, to play uh, baseball, and obviously, as you know, it's predominantly Latino. Yes, definitely, because Latinos is definitely running baseball right now. Yeah. I right, Kev, number five, um, what you got? My number five is Michael Phelps. Okay. Yeah, Kev. He's I um. Think He's a trendsetter for swimming, you know. I think I feel like swimming uh, was brought to the main stage of the world like none other once Michael right. Phelps started racking up uh, True. Uh, gold medals and now the most decorated uh, Olympian uh, of all time. So, yeah, that's a trendsetter. Dope uh, pick. Okay, and number five, I have PEDs as my number five trendsetter. <laughs> Performance-enhancing drugs. Say what you want. But the PED era, PED era was one of the greatest eras of baseball. The only uh, era I really tuned into. So ah. PEDs, and we, that brought us Lance Armstrong, one of the, <laughs> brought, us into, brought us into cycling. PEDs brought a lot of people into baseball. He had A-Rod had his moment. Like, you know, great players have been attached to PED. So that's, that is my number for Trinidad. PED, don't let them, don't let them tell you different. You no deserve to, tell you yeah, you deserve to be here. All right. At number four, Drew, who's the trend setter? Or what is the trend setter? Another thing, just got, just got introduced to the league like like a couple of years ago, which is probably the most wackest thing ever, but which would be load management, bro. Like, oh. like what is like, honestly, yeah. I honestly don't. Drew, Drew is stepping it up today. I honestly don't understand Lowe's management because, like, if you're really, like, not up to, like, playing that game, instead of sitting out that whole entire game, why don't you just go to the coach, play less minutes, bro? Like, don't play me as hard. Like, I like that's a good counter to low management. Why sit out the whole entire game? Just play me. Go to the coach, play me less minutes. That's right. why don't you do that instead of just well, that's a, that's like a the, yeah, yeah. just like a low restriction. Like Joel and B has like minutes restriction, but it's not technically yeah. like a low restriction, but it's kind of the same. It blurs that. Do what you do with the uh, pitchers, you know, and yeah. the MLB, same thing. Just give them a fucking clock or a time, you know, time punch. You get X amount of points. You get it's, X. Amount it's hard to do that in basketball, especially when players get in that groove and they say they ain't hot. It's like, right. damn, we trying to win this game. Do I pull him? Bro, he didn't want to play in the first damn place. Like he wanted to sit his ass out. Bro, play me less minutes. I ain't I ain't gonna 
trust me, I ain't gonna get hot during that game. I don't really want to play. Play me less. Right. That's good. <laughs> good shit. Good shit, Drew. I'm I'm proud of you. I'm I'm proud. So proud. Alright, uh, DQ at number four. Uh, this one was a hard one, uh, but I'm going to pick Steph Curry and him changing the way the game is played. So it's more a three point time from the game. Right. Okay. Yeah, actually, I had I got right. something similar to that honorable mention though. All right, uh, Johnny. Uh, number four. four, I'm going to put my man's Derek Jeter at number four. Because especially in New York, anybody that played baseball, everybody wants it to be a shortstop because of Jeter. You know what I'm trying to say? Right. Like, oh. He made that position very popular. And that's Jeter. One of the most popular positions in no. baseball. Yeah, other than being a pitcher, when it comes to a position, most people I know that want to play baseball is like, Shortstop, like, because of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's one that of the gave, hardest positions, that gave yeah, but, but it has like that notoriety, it's like the shooting guard yeah. of the fucking baseball. Yeah, so, that's why he has my number four spot. I actually oh, had him at five, I switched him with Ken Griffey because I thought that was a little more influential. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Appreciate it, John. Eddie, what you got at number mm-hmm. four? Eh, number four. Uh, so again, I, I'm similar to John, I know these guys are going different routes. I Appreciate the different routes that they're going in, but I went specifically players. I'm going Tiger Woods. I didn't give no shits about no golf. Uh, this is uh, pre-cheating, getting his car beat up Tiger Woods, right? Uh, you know, everyone knows you wear red on Sundays um, for Tiger. Uh, I mean, obviously, he revolutionized the sport, um, brought more attention, more eyes. Guys like our eyes uh, to the sport because golf is a super white sport and – Right. It kind of made it easier for us to watch. Good shit. Uh, Kev, number four. Uh, my number four is Allen Iverson. Uh, um, why is that? Two reasons, but the most important one I'll say for a second. Um, Allen Iverson, they had to change what? The crossover? They had to change the crossover rule? The um, carrying, the traveler. Yeah. yeah, the carrying rule for him, so... I mean, I think that's trend-setting, but a lot of guys... The dress code, all that shit. And then the second thing was the most important thing, DQ jumped the gun. Uh, Yeah, he introduced uh, hip-hop fashion to the league, and uh, it was taking the league by storm, bro. And again, another rule they had to change, dress code for him. But now, overall, um, I feel like players aren't afraid to um, express themselves as long as it's within the rules. Yeah, definitely. Yo, and just the... He changed the scope when it comes to like small guards and uh, point guard facilitating guards. I will be in a dog, little guy, but being a dog. And he has set that president for a lot of the guards you see today. And um, I still don't think that crossover is a carry though. It's not. He just had a crazy wingspan. Yeah. He had a wingspan, so he was able to stretch out. Yeah. Hey, was shifting, out. So he was able to shift the, uh, his person guarding him, that way he can come back over. And it's like Word. a he'd cross more than a carry. Yeah, it's like, it's like the equivalent of like a yeah. dead leg uh, juke in football, like as opposed to a regular like hop jump. Like, right. it's just like that hesitation that you see, you're like, yeah. oh shit, he's passed me, all right. No, uh, Ivo does play a big part in the, uh, the blueprint of the modern day uh, point guard. So uh, definitely a good pick. But at number four, I have um, Biba, AKA European basketball. Um, okay. Uh, the the shooting uh, big man, the uh, 
the up and down the court uh, type of player, the Dirk Nowitzki's, the Pedro Starakovich, which leads to the Kevin Durant's, like these big guys stretching the floor, the stretch fours and shit like that, mm. which is pretty much uh, the Anthony Davises and shit like that. Uh, the KDs, even though KD didn't have that range, but the big guys having the long range and stuff like that. European ball, FIBA ball, they've been playing like that. And the Tony Ku coaches, like players like that, that's been around forever. That stretch four type of uh, ball, I, I like to credit that to European play style. So that's my number four uh, when it comes to trend status. All right, uh, we're going to get it to number three. AD, what you got? My number three, which was which was already kind of said as my number four by DQ by DQ, but I'm actually gonna choose that, which is gonna be like the way how Steph Curry and them and the Warriors changed the whole league into like number three point, like a three point shooter. Like honestly, after after a good squad like that, Steph play and and especially when KD got that, every team. Just, just started modeling after it. Like you gotta shoot the ball. Like it's like no more like in, go inside. Like is everything is most likely you gotta shoot just to even keep up with a team so potent like the Warriors. Right, you right. Have to have shooters. No, and that's that's, 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 good. that's a good pick. Uh, DQ at number three. What you got? So my number three was Cavs. Number four was AI. I was. I just want to also mention that. AI was the first person to wear arm sleeves in the NBA, and not everyone wears fucking windows. Really? Yeah. yeah, AI used to have arm uh, sleeves. I didn't think he was the first, but that's crazy. That's good to know. He, he at least made it iconic. Yeah, he made the, Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's iconic. The finger. Right, the fingers. That I figured. Yeah, that I figured. Wristband, headbands. The breeze. Yeah, work. He was styling out there. That's a good pick. John, number three. My number three just said, but my number three is Steph Curry. The league is in his right. image right now. So yeah. gotta gotta mm. put Curry in it. Like the league is in his image. Yeah. Like teams is trying to play like not other players, teams is trying to play how Steph Curry played. <laughs> like, they trying to mimic his style, but I the Houston Rockets. <laughs> But that's only been playing that type of ball, that type yeah, of yeah, but he definitely did the running, you know, he had the running gun, but it's just the way Curry was doing it, and he was yeah. like killing like, it, just changed just, his running just, gun was more pick and roll dominant. They told me was shooting threes, but his his thing was also fast paced offense. If you get right. the layup, get it, right? Like, it right. Fast. Get the bucket right. fast. But you see now everybody shoots. Six, six, yeah, spread, spread the floor. All right, Eddie, what you got at number three? My number three is Arthur Ashe. Uh, I know uh, everyone knows the award that is given, um, the yeah, Arthur yeah, Ashe Award yeah, during the ESPYs. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if anybody really knows who Arthur Ashe really was. Tennis obviously, player. Big, big pro tennis player, uh, but was a big, big activist. Act- yeah. Huge uh, activist, was always called an Uncle Tom. Uh, fought uh, apartheid in South Africa, which honestly is like, you know, here in America, we deal with what we deal with here. But like, you know, this was legal uh, oppression. This was legal um, racism uh, in South Africa, fought against it, and then obviously contracted uh, HIV. And it was a big part of uh, the HIV and AIDS movement, um, you know, f- trying to help find a cure. So Arthur Ashe, yeah, obviously, like, 
now that I know more about him, I respect yeah. him even more. So he's my number right. three. It wasn't even his fault. He was getting a blood transfusion too. Yeah, oh, crazy, yeah. crazy. That's what yeah. I was to say. That's just crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, uh, Kev, at number three, what you got? Um, so my number three, this guy, I think he's a trendsetter only because he took people under his wing and gave them an opportunity to once he finally got the platform to do so. So Thanks before sir. I say before I say his name, I just want to mention that he's the second uh, most well-known black uh, coach to be in the league. But the first is obviously Fitz Pollard. But the person that's my number three is Tony Dungy. And he's a trendsetter because he put on once he had the opportunity to. So just naming off a quick list of like the black coaches that doesn't even include other special teams coaches, different ethnicities and stuff like that. We're talking big name Herm Edwards. We're talking Lovey Smith, Jim, Jim Caldwell. Leslie Frazier, and um, most importantly, my doppelganger, uh, uh, Mike Tomlin. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my number three, man. Tony Dungy, he put on. No, nah, that's a, that's definitely a good, great pick. Tony Dungy, any black, major black coach that came to the league, they all was under his, like, part of his umbrella. Shit, especially early 2000s and shit, so definitely a good pick. Uh, my number three is Eddie's. Number four, I believe, Tiger Woods. Again, uh, being African American, uh, that's not our sport. Uh, but Tiger made it cool for everybody, though, not only uh, African Americans, but everybody to play uh, golf. So Tiger Woods is definitely a trendsetter. Uh, he got a lot of not only black, but a lot of just young people uh, interested in playing the game of golf. So at number three, I got Tiger. All right, going into number two. Drew, what you got, Dak? Yo, my number two. I got to go with my man at Allen Iverson, bro. Like, he brought, a whole, he brought a whole wave to the game, like, with his style, with his swag, like, the tats that he had. Like, it was so much that I will brought to the game. Like, his, his crossover is ridiculous. Like, that's, that's my number two. Iverson. Right. I mean, we can't can't deny Ivo. Uh, right. That's one of one when it comes to culture and black culture and uh, mm-hmm. bringing it to sports. He had little white kids rocking the braids and shit. Right. Fake so, tattoos and sleeves. Fake tattoos and sleeves and shit. Word. So definitely, Ivo is a good pick. I uh, DQ. What you got at number two? My number two is probably nobody would expect this, but it's definitely Dennis Rodman. With the whole hair dye tats, because everyone the fingernails. That's all that everyone in NBA is like that. Even in the NFL, like if you can see your face, loud play, personalities. Yeah, right, right, right. Those yeah, loud yeah. personalities. Yeah, yeah. Those bright, those those uh, uh, roadies, Jalen Ramsey's of the world, Cam Newton. Sassy as hell. Like I'm the best cover. Like yo, that was my funny. Um, I, DQ, I, I, I see your pick. If you want to wear a dress, bro, wear your dress. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And you, you get to bang out Carmen Electra. So, right. hey. So, DQ, if you want to wear your dress, bro, we support, you. Yeah. we support you. Like yeah, that. but can you brag about that? Maybe yeah. 20, 20 years ago. Yeah, you're right, John. You're right, John. 20 years ago, yeah. I brag today. All right. 
John, number two. What you got? John. Yeah, DQ. Oh, you talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if my service tripping now is like choppy, but my my number two is um Allen Iverson. I know his name's been said, but like his importance on the coaching, you know, basketball being my favorite sport. So yeah. obviously I've seen firsthand as my years of growing right. sports. So I seen AI firsthand and all the stuff. He changed, and everybody was trying to do. Everybody's trying to have the crossover, yeah. you know, tattoo the sleeve, the braids, all that. Like, right. he, Game he, art. He, he he integrated hip hop with, with yeah. sports. Like he Word. he took the step yeah. and integrated yeah. that. And he put yeah. urban that's how it was. Yeah. It was put urban you know, culture on the forefront. For yeah. So you know, the NBA put a stop. Like now, nah, you can't. Yeah. Now they all sassy. Uh, yeah, that's my number two. Eddie, what you got at number two? Number two is, uh, um, I've given him a lot of shit on this pod, and I'm sure your brothers are going to appreciate this. Uh, LeBron James, uh, what he does on and off the court, he's still, love him as a person. I say this all the time, but uh, the main reason why he's up there is because of the stuff that he does off the court, because of the stuff that he does on the court, and also, uh, I mean, if it wasn't for him, in my opinion, our era, our decade, we wouldn't know what a super team was. Him creating that super team in Miami, and now everyone doing that uh, going forward, um, continuing that. But yeah, LeBron James is my number two. Smart pick, Eddie. Uh, Kev, what you got in number two? Um, my number two is uh, MJ, oh. is Jordan, um, mainly because he taught everybody in the generations that came behind him, the importance of branding. So for the sport, that was like, even across every sport, you know what I mean? Just he taught everybody the importance of branding. And he still to this day has one of the biggest sports brands than most teams across the right. world, period. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, just him and the importance of branding that he, uh, he started that culture, I feel like, so. Okay, and number two, Copy and Eddie, I have LeBron James and the decision because the decision has set the course for what the NBA is now. It's a lot of goofy shit going on. A lot of player the, movement. Yeah, a lot of player movement. A lot of players taking control of their movement. But LeBron started this goofy shit and therefore, uh, and that set the course for the NBA today. So that's number two on my list. All right, we're going to get it to number one. Drew, what you got? My, I will piggyback, I will piggyback off of you, which is my number one, which is, I will say, like, players taking their own, players taking their own, like, uh, fucking choices in their own hands, bro. Like, instead of just waiting on a trade, right, instead of just waiting on a trade from, like, what would be, like, the old traditional way would be movement through trades, they are starting now, like, choosing where they want to go, like, that's that's like that's a total reason for free agency. Yo, let me choose where I have the best opportunity for me to get a chip. Like, sure. like that is that's the way it is. Like, I'm not waiting on my old days and just waiting on a bum ass team. Like, low. Like, so let me, number, let me is, it, your number bro. one. So, Bron is your number one. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not even saying LeBron. Oh, you're saying, saying the you're saying the player movement in the in, in general. I'm saying the player, player movement. movement. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Player movement is right. Is no, I just want I was just asking because he he didn't state it, but I was that's what I was yeah. asking. 
Okay, yeah, playing movement. That's players taking their own, you know, destiny into their hands. That's a dope. Yeah. That's dope number one. I right, DQ moved out. Uh, John, what you got at number one? Number one, uh, MJ. Jordan, 90s, very crucial to how, like, he really changed the outlook of sports in general, you know, like, MJ, like. Yeah. yeah. All right. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. DQ. DQ. Number one. My number one is and one. And one mixtape? <laughs> yes, and one mixtape influenced yeah. basketball. Wow. Cool. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Ah, I'm fine. Goofy ass, but yeah, okay. Like, if it was a, if it was a kid from the year 2000 to like 2006, all you did was imitate the uh, Aaron mixtapes and play street ball. That's all we did when we was growing up. That's all we did. Play street street hoops. I, I respect I respect that at like a number five, but damn number one. <laughs> right. yeah. I, ran of, I, ran, I ran out of ideas running before. I was going to MJ's basketball shorts, but I wasn't. Eh. But that's still nah. like that. Just, that still got a, a part of style with like Robin and ARA filled in. Yeah. But if anything, I'll probably put MJ with the sneakers as number one. Then after that, if anything. All right, right. All right, uh, Eddie, number one. My number one is a tie. I couldn't decide. Um, you take it however you want, but Jackie Robinson, Muhammad Ali. Um, again, revolutionizing sports. This is this is the way I took it. Um, you'd look at the pioneers of like who like built the road for um, minorities, African Americans, Latino Americans, whatever it is. If you're talking about breaking color barriers, breaking boundaries, punching through it all, beating through, beating beating ceilings, taking the white man down, taking taking the system down, revolutionizing everything. Uh, it's a really really close tie between me and with uh, with uh, uh, Jackie Robinson and Muhammad Ali. I did mention Luis. Uh, uh, Miguel Castro was there before Jackie was, um, but it didn't really make headlines the way that Jackie did. Um, so if there's no Muhammad Ali, there's no Jackie Robinson, there's no minorities in sports, period. You can count Jesse Owens in there if you want to, but same thing. Okay. Imagine if there was, like, only, like, the new league today. I mean, that was uh, that was a Dev's take last week, yeah. no? It was like, what if there was no yeah, minorities in sports? Yeah, yeah. 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 How funny would that be? Yeah. I can't, but number one. So number one, I, <laughs> it hurts me to it hurts me to have to agree with Eddie. But before I do, but you keep doing it. Before I do, before <laughs> I do that, um, uh, we got a hot take here that Aaron Judge uh, declares himself game ready, so uh, his ribs are all healed up. Everybody, let's so go. We're good there. Um, okay, cool. Let's go. On my list at number one, that. Obviously, I'm not in cohorts with Eddie. Uh, I have Jackie Very Robinson. Right. I made a clear decision because um, Jackie came first before Muhammad Ali. And the note that I wrote to myself was just um, being able to advocate for social injustice, which um, later on brought forth Arthur Ashe, Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, Colin right. Kaepernick. You know what right. I mean? So uh, right. Jackie definitely. And I don't know too much about Jesse Owens outside of his talent athlete, and things like yeah. that. I don't know how much of him being like a voice he was at his time. Because it didn't happen until after. It was like about 20 years after where they, you know, during the... Uh, yeah, correct. Yeah, right. So, but it was like 20 years later. I don't, I don't think Jesse Owens could afford to be so, talking all crazy at that point. Not, in time. not in Germany. Not in Nazi Germany. So, yeah, <laughs> but um, 
but Jackie definitely, like, color barrier aside, you know, he, he started that movement of speaking out against social injustice, so. I mean, I like how y'all went butt buddies. Uh, definitely went deep with that. Uh, it was here. I can't front. Come on, no, that's just, that's, come on, that just sounded so crazy. You said, I like how y'all went with that butt buddies. Y'all went deep. Oh, my Lord. Oh, man. That's <laughs> the man that says <laughs> yeah, it works. It works, John. Oh, my. Yo, okay. So, another <laughs> one, I got Michael Jordan. Um, again, it might sound cliche, but uh, the, business part of, the business part of sports, uh, when it comes to the branding and things of that nature, uh, players being more than players being a business. Jordan is definitely the one who said it, set, that started that uh, president, and now all the athletes are about their bread, about their advertising, about multiple streams, multiple streams of uh, income. So Jordan is number one. Uh, all right, that's our episode. Uh, that was fine. I put an honorable right. mention in. Honorable mention. Go ahead. Go ahead. Honorable uh, mention. Just throw it out. Uh, rapper, um, basketball players in rap albums. I got to give a shout out to Shaq. He had a platinum one, so. Yeah. Shaq was in there for another reason for me, but yeah, sure, Shaq. I don't know what superstar, just to piggyback off of that, I don't know what superstar or sports athlete is the first person to break into movies. I don't know if it's Jesus Shuttleworth. I don't know if it's Shaq. I don't know who it is. That's a good call, though, Kevin. Did Jordan Space Jam come out first? Space Jam 96. Like, 96, um, yeah. Uh, as a, as a ally. When did Blue Chips come out? I think, I think What's the Name came out before 96. I think Kazam oh, came Blue out before 96. Nah, Kazam came out like 96, 97. He, Blue Chips oh, came out shit. before. That's my movie. On the magic. Yeah. Uh, um, as a uh, ally to the... Uh, the females, uh, Lisa Leslie, Venus, and Sabrina. Well, uh, Serena right, I was going. I was going to mention uh, yeah, Venus and Serena. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, honorable mentions. They also helped change the game. Was Bird and uh, Bird and Magic, especially. Right. Yeah, you know, Bill Russell. You mentioned, you mentioned the FIBA. You mentioned the FIBA. Bird enforced right. that. That right, right. Yeah. six nine jump yeah. shot. Yeah, true. Uh, true. Couple soccer players: Pele, David Beckham. David Beckham yeah. on the sexy side. Pele. Um, <laughs> And a lot of person, uh, one person that a lot of people won't mention, uh, Oscar Robinson, who uh, influenced yep. the Magic Johnson, the LeBron James, mm-hmm. the big guard, the big facilitator type of player. So uh, Oscar is definitely uh, one of those. Uh, uh, Billy Jean King, another woman. Uh, Battle of the Sexes was a big movie, um, and also like it was a real thing. It wasn't a movie. It was yeah. And also, I know y'all spoke on Steph, but uh, one of my honorable mentions was Mark Jackson. Uh, put together uh, that type of play style and that gameplay that literally took off. Yeah. I mean, no love, but Mark Jackson taking it, you know, putting those plays together, putting that play style together that now Steph is, you know, fucking a great and superstar. Clay is superstar, but that started with Mark taking a chance on these players and building that type of play. So, uh, Mark, we get love here. All right, that's our episode. We, before we get out of here, we're going to go around and talk about what people got going on. Eddie, kick it off to you. What you got going on, bro? Uh, I got nothing much going on, man. You know, I work all the time. This is his pod, but uh, you can find me on Instagram at Eddie Herchata. Uh, that's E-D-D-I-E-H-U-R-C-H-A-T-A. Why you got to read it, though? <laughs> well, because I, you know, I wanted to make sure that I spelled it right. Hey, Johnny, what you got going on? Shit, but helping create stuff behind the scenes and doing this podcast. DQ. Where can they find you, John? 
Right. I'm supposed to announce that? He, that's yes. two different questions. That's two different questions. Yes. Uh, two different questions. Bro. Two different questions. Don, what are you doing? And where they can find me? Where you can, okay. Go ahead, John. Where can you they find me? You? At the kid, John Cinco. Hey, DQ. What are you doing? And where can they find you? <laughs> I am currently, besides doing the pod, I'm working on more jokes to do stand up when the world opens back up. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at JustDQIT. That's J-U-S-T underscore D-Q underscore I-T. And I have my sneaker channel, which is Deadstock Quality on YouTube and on Instagram. Hi, AD. What you doing? Where can they find you? You know, you can find me. I be working all the time, bro. But I'm also working on something real soon. Y'all will hear from me real soon. <laughs> I'll be piling this pod. OSA, I'm working on something real soon, y'all. Y'all hear from me. Talk your shit, Drew. Let me know. Yeah. And you can get me <laughs> on Instagram, Mr. Mm-hmm. Drew190. You know, you know. At Mr. Drew, yeah. Hit him in the DMs, y'all. I am. Drew needs a lady. Yeah. Okay, what you got going on? Where can they find you? Um, Grinding, stacking some paper right now. Got a few things. Uh, I thought you said grinder. <laughs> um, aside from that, bro, I'm right here holding it down, trying to keep the enthusiasm up here on the on the podcast. Right. Um, my plug is KJet with two T's underscore uh, JL for Jets Life. All right, you can follow me there on IG. And baseball's back, baby. Hey, well, in case my service fucked up, y'all already know Culture Capsule on IG. Uh, you got Don's Inc. On IG, you got Don's Prezi on IG. You know, hold shit down. We got this OSA. We gonna, I, y'all, I'm thinking about doing an OSA IG. Um, we might as well. Yeah. I mean, so, Culture Capsule is fucking holding us down. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, of course it is. But uh, that's where you can find us now. We'll be doing other shit in the future. Don's Inc. Don'sForever.com. You know, this video is brought to you by Culture Capsule and sponsored by Don's Inc. Eddie, how do we leave? We out! Out.